Dappadoo-dappadoo, two white guys in a wheelchair. Now we're live. Sorry. Action. <laughs> Gianni, how's it going? Good. How are you guys doing? Good. Good. Thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me. I'm no excited to, uh, to do this. Like yeah. I said, excited but scared. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Something new. Yeah. yeah. Beautiful. Okay, Eric, you, you take it away. Yeah, absolutely. You, you're leading the show on this so, one. So, gee, how's the day been? Day's been good. Yeah. Day was busy. Yeah, running We're, around. Yeah, lots of errands. Started the day with breakfast. That was a shit show. And yeah. Then Do you, uh, you don't work on the weekends, hey? No. 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 Monday to Friday guy. So, starts tomorrow. Yeah. Grind again. Yeah. Now, um, I guess for our listeners, we'll, uh, we'll kind of give them um, a bit of a, a debrief on kind of what it is you do and what you're into. For sure. And that would be fishing. So yeah. do you mind kind of breaking us down what you're up to right now these days? Um, these days, just managing the shop. We're getting ready for our spring orders to come in and just kind of revving up for fishing season. Okay. we opened, what was it, the second today. So opening day was yesterday. Oh, wow. For the fishing season. So, okay. Yeah. So what does that look like, um, fishing season starting up? Like, because I'm like a fairly... Uh, unexperienced fisher like i've my 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 dad's aunt she lives up in or my 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 aunt my dad's sister lives up in la Ronge, uh and they have a little their their place lives on uh right on potato lake okay and not a ton of fish like a, you know i think there's a bit of like trout but not a ton like a lot of sucker fish for the listeners right. that's in, uh, in saskatchewan right yes yeah, yeah potato yeah. lake okay. for the non-saskatchewan yeah. yes yeah. yeah yes la Ronge. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I don't have a ton of experience fishing. So what does like the beginning of the season look like and how do people get started for the beginning of the season? Like, well, for some people, it's just a day, like, cause we have, so that's like your license season. So you buy it on April 1st and then it is valid until March 31st. And then when April 1st happens, um, that's all the stuff up North, and when I say up north, that's further like Cremona, yeah, up towards Sundry, all of that stuff. So all of north that north of opens. Calgary, yeah, yeah, north of Calgary, yeah, upwards of three hours type deal. Okay, um, but that's if it's open. Yeah. So there's usually like this weekend would have been a lot of driving around, seeing what is open, if there is anything at all. I for, see. For the non non sorry, for the non initiated, where do you check to see if things are open, not open? There would be like I mean now you can just Google. You just go on to Alberta Realm, just on their website, and you can find all their regulations right there. What's a, what's Realm stand for? That's a great question. Okay, <laughs> something. Some, yeah, some, something law. Okay, I think okay. I think that's the yeah. L. Yeah. Okay. Um, that's like the body that. Essentially, yeah. That so it would, and it'll thing. cover like from the northern tip of Alberta all the way down to the southern tip, and every creek, lake, reservoir, anything. You name it, they can. It, okay. It's been named. Okay, so if you're looking to go fishing somewhere, you just check there where you want to go, and it will say, "Yep, go. You're good." Or Bingo. no, don't go. Yeah. What yeah. is, um, I guess, the best time and best place to go fishing, in your opinion? Best time, I would say, like personally, May. May is going to be super fun. I think, especially this year. Yeah. Like, well, and years past, like when the water's lower, the the fish get a bit more hungry. They're they're really condensed into these small spots. So when we get that first push of water, like, and the first push would be the runoff. So once the snow starts to melt, the fish start to spread out a lot more and they become a lot more grabby and a lot more active. Yeah. So it's just, it, it's just fun because they're loading up on the feed bags because 
it's the first time they've had that opportunity in a while. Okay. So what, what are some of the most like common, uh, types of fishies that you guys end up catching? I would say like in Alberta alone yeah. on the bow we're rainbow trout, brown trout, whitefish, sucker fish. And then, I mean, depending on where you are, like there's some, some rivers that go into the bow river that do have bull trout that reside in them. So then you can sometimes find the bull trout in sections of the bow, but usually close to the confluences. What's a confluence? Confluence would be where one river meets another. Like you'd have like okay. a, ma- a major river with a minor river going into it. Mm, I see. So like where the elbow meets the bow? Precisely, yeah. 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 Like the most popular one I'd say for bull trout would be like the highwood, where the highwood goes into the bow river, mm. which would be further south of Calgary. Okay. What are some of the fish that give you uh, the, the, the best battle? The best battle? Yeah. Like what? here? Yeah, here. Oof. I mean, I'd say that's all. Like, every person's going to give you a completely different yeah, answer fair. on that one. Like, I'd okay. say for myself. Yeah. Like, I'd say, again, going with the whole May May set, May time for fishing, like throwing streamers, like bigger streamers or wet flies, like, that are designed to imitate bait fish. Mm-hmm. So you're getting, you're you're hunting more, and you're trying to get that, that predator instinct. And when they smash that fly, like, it, it is yeah. pretty cool. I'd say, so, like, and honestly, like, species aside, it's just, yeah. like, that style is just so fun. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's. I, uh, because we went, I can't even remember when we, was that, that it must have been a couple of years ago when we went fishing, and I was just passed out. Yeah, um, that was a day. That, that was, was a couple of years ago, for sure. Yeah, a couple of years ago now. Um, What was the setup? What would you guys do? Where'd well, you go? it was kind of tough, because, like, a, I was in my other chair, pretty True. sure. Yeah, and I couldn't get down to like the river, but um, it was me and Dave. I'm pretty sure that one. I think it was Yanni. Oh yeah, you're right. It was Yanni, and um, but uh, yeah, we're gonna have to figure out somewhere to go this year where I can post up and get hopefully close to the river. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the huge problem, I mean, for Eric at least, is mm-hmm. accessibility to the river because I mean, there's not a lot of sections where there's just a sidewalk that goes straight down to yeah. it. But so it like, would be cool to go fishing to, I'd like, I don't know how I'd you know, any, be able to manage that, but. Is there any like, uh, like dock spots or anywhere that you could fish off of? Not that come to mind right not off the, the top Yeah, of not off head. the top of my head. Like, I mean, there's all the ones within the city, mm-hmm. but I mean like Arbor Lake, stuff like that. But I think those are all private, mm-hmm. or at least oh, membership okay. wise, I think. Okay. But are they, there's those, are those stocked? I would say like. Nine times out of ten, if there's a water, bo- a body of water, it's stocked with fish. Okay. Yeah. Like, I mean, and whether it's somebody doing it privately on their own their own pond or the city or the county doing it, like, they're all pretty good at that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Are there any big um, competitions? Mm. Like, I, there, there's a huge competition world mm-hmm. out there. Um, there. I've been talking to like a couple customers and there's like a new tactic or a new old tactic, like kind of like the hipster thing right now of Euro nymphing. So it's just a style that was in Spain and Europe before, but it's very competition oriented. So mm-hmm. it's like, it's based off of numbers. You get a, you get a small window of water to fish and you have a specific time. Okay. And they kind of go through and alternate. And, and what, and what's it called? Euro nymphing. Okay. So Europe, just like European style nymphing techniques mm. that they've now put in. What, what, so what is, uh, 
maybe we can roll back here a bit. Um, so what is one is what is zero nymphing? What is nymphing? Yeah. And uh, what uh, maybe what are some of the different kinds of fishing that you'll find in Alberta? Like, obviously, there's you know you can cat like okay, this is a real non-fisher dude talking <laughs> here. Okay, you can you can bring like you can cast out, right? There's yep. fly fishing, yep. but I would imagine there's other kinds of stuff in between that. I mean, yeah, like you've have you have your two generals like terminal tackle, which is like spin fishing, so anything like the rod. Ba- like anything you when you think of bass pro, anything yep. associated with that type deal. And then within conventional like you're going to have I don't do a, I don't do a whole lot of it, but it, like there's spin, then there's bait casting, then there's like there's mooching flossing like there's all these different types of strategies and ways to go about it and like some of those strategies have different completely different sets of equipment mm-hmm. so i mean that's that stuff alone is like a whole nother ball game there's a whole like tons of different realms hey mm-hmm. yeah. and so for you what uh where, where would you say okay so there's the big umbrella fishing yeah okay and then you have kind of we have like conventional and then fly fishing fly. would be okay. i'd say the other one okay and then i mean from from there, like I'd say, fly fishing. When you go into the different styles, there it's it's not really like different equipment. It's just a different technique. Mm. So like when you're spin fishing, you're not really doing it like with a scientific approach. I guess you could say like you're not worried about like okay, the fish is here. It's going to be in that spot because it wants the food to come down to it so that it can eat it. And then it's like oh, by the way. It's July, so there's specific bugs that are hatching. Like, none of that happens in the spin fishing stuff. Mm-hmm. That's kind of like you cast weight kind of thing. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. See, what, see what you get. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Okay. yeah. And then for, it's a bit more, seems like it's a bit more precision with. Uh, I would say so, like in, in my opinion. But, I mean, there's there's some people you talk to that spin fish, and they're on a whole nother ball game too, and their okay. precision is crazy. I don't want to put them down. Yeah, but you're, you're, yeah. you're kind of, uh, oh, can you guys hear me? Yeah. Yep. No, okay. Um, your kind of uh, um, competency is in the fly fish. That's yeah. what. That's what. Yeah. What, okay. So what yeah. kind of what kind of fishing do you do versus like what can you like in terms of your job? Like what do you consult with? Like consult on what do you? I mean, we talk at, at the shop. We kind of you have to be prepared for whatever whatever you're gonna get. Like yeah. I mean, if you know how to do some spin fishing stuff, that 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 information will be useful because inevitably you're gonna get somebody that comes into our shop, which is just a fly fishing shop, thinking we're just a fishing store, thinking we can help them. So we kind of, we try to do as much as we can, and then it's guiding them to the next best yeah, person to, the, yeah. to do the right thing. Yeah. Which some people just expect us to understand everything, mm-hmm. but sometimes it's just hard to explain it, but. Yeah. So, so it's pretty much like it's your, your, it's a, it's a fly fishing store, mm-hmm. right? It's like yeah. not, not just a fish store where you're, where, what you're doing. It's like, yeah. it's for the fly fishermen to yeah. come in to find specific stuff that they need or. Exactly. Yeah. Like we have like in fly fishing, you have obviously like there's all the fishing equipment and then you have, instead of lures, we have our flies and that'll cover, like I was saying with, with all sorts of bugs, it'll cover their full life cycle. So we'll have like, we've got wet flies and dry flies and then. In the wet flies, there's bait fish like I was talking about, and then we've got nymphs and emergers, and that's just like basically talking about like the baby to like the preteen to the adult. Yeah, and and is it so based on the fly? Is it it is it based on what it looks like, or like or what it's trying to like? Because it it kind of tries to um, 
like pretend it's like a imitate yeah yeah, yeah imitate you're, you're trying to something tick, you're that trying the to fish like a, thinks is tasty right yeah you're trying to take off a lot of boxes like you're trying to make sure like the shape's correct the the colors look somewhat the same uh, the size more than anything matches what's hatching like we always say when we're teaching our schools too it's like you've got to worry about like the size the silhouette and that's kind of the main two right like mm-hmm. as long as a fish because they're going to be looking up they can't see yeah. the same stuff that we can. I think like there's a lot of flies that are designed to just catch fishermen. So they're like, oh, this is pretty. I'm going to buy those. That'll work. <laughs> right. Yeah. But it's. You got you got to think about what the fish is seeing. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So sometimes people get really locked into like, no, 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 it has to be this. But you're like, well, there it, it can be that. But we have like five other variations that you could try. It'll be better. Yeah. And we can be like, I can be like an employee was out this week and he caught it on this one. So that's like the part of it too, where it's like. We have our job, but then even when we're going fishing, it's we got to continue to do that research so that we can then help people more with the flies again. Yeah, but kind of know the product a bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So if someone was uh, to start out, like, you know, completely green, and they want to, you know, start fishing, Yeah. where would you maybe recommend them to go? And, like, what what sort of direction? Like for fishing locations? Um, just or? starting out. Like um, if they want to pick up, you know, fishing and they want to, you know, they're interested in the Alberta Calgary scene for it. What, what do you recommend somewhere to go and how, how to go about it? Yeah, or who to talk to? Or, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'd say any of our fly shops in the city are going to be good. Like I'd say go to your closest fly shop. Obviously pick the shop I work at. Yes. If, if you can. O- obviously. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. I mean, anybody should be able to help you. Like, and that's, that's the thing too is like, when you go into a fly shop, it's not like when you're going into Walmart. Yeah. You're like these people. That, we haven't just applied just as a job. Like everybody mm-hmm. in the shop fishes, they tie flies, so they're all knowledgeable. Um, but I mean, the first question would be like, where do they like how how hard do they want to go into it? Yeah, mm-hmm. are they curious or do they want to actually drop drop some dinero and and get a setup? Because I yeah. mean, if if they're always if they're apprehensive, it's always I push them to our um, fly fishing schools. Okay, and then that way, like we. They can pay two fifty, go through a whole day learning what there is in fly fishing. They can use all of our equipment, and then if they finish the day, they're like oh, I don't, I don't really like this. So what they're does the a, yeah, they're not in the hole? Yeah, they're, yeah. What what would the 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 school look like exactly, or like the uh, yeah? How how does that go? It's a huge. Day. I mean, huge day. It's a big day. It's it's a full day. So we'll meet out at we'll meet out in Cochrane at about like eight. And then we'll wrangle up everybody by about eight fifteen, eight thirty, and we head out to the school. And the first half of the day is like book learning. So we try to just we try to tell people everything we can. Like it's it's yep. a lot of verbal diarrhea about everything A to Z in fly fishing. Like, yeah, there's a lot to know. Yeah, and we just try to do as much as we can. I mean, we give everybody a textbook too. So if if we br- you can go home and read about it exactly. Well yeah, you yeah. can study it up. You've got quick notes. But yeah, we do like a lot of the book stuff in the start. And then we'll have like a lunch break and then we do all the casting in the second half of the day. And then where we host it, the um, property owners have been nice enough to let us use their stock pond. That's awesome. So people like after they've learned how to cast and fight a fish, they can actually take everything that they've learned like and put it to put it to the test. Yeah, exactly. Nice. Like kind of practice in the afternoon kind exactly. of thing. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Nice. Yeah. And then, okay, so, and then is there... Um, Okay, so someone 
that that's kind of like a good intro to that, if you like intro to the sport. Yeah, like bit. that's dip, that's like the dipping your toes in. I would say. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's there's a lot of people too that come in. They're like, I've I've watched the river runs through it, or I've seen people doing it on the boat, and I must do it now. Yeah. And then it's then you pose them the question every time. It's like, well, what what? How much do you want to spend? Yeah. Because I mean, we'll have people like you, like us three, and then you'll have like an oil executive. Yeah, that comes in right, and obviously different price points. So you don't want to like scare them away with the expensive stuff. Yeah, you know, and then yeah. you'll never see them again, right? Yeah. So it's and then it's just finding where they are, and then you try to match match what they want. Yeah, play, play to what they're looking what, for. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Uh. So okay, so let's say someone goes through the school, and they're like, "Yeah, I, I see myself. I could get into this, but you know, I'm not ready to, you know, you know, drop a lot of money to like." really really get into it but i see it as more of like a a casual thing that i could do on on a weekend or something like that what's kind of the next step for that person i would say like come to the shop we would set somebody up like if you can set aside about five hundred dollars that in a perfect world that would cover you for everything you needed to start right i mean you can get a whole fly fly rod and reel set up for 257 at our shop and then we can that gives us enough to kind of load you up with some flies, the extra tools you need, at, at least the bare minimum to get you out on the river and be like for a full day, not just a couple hours type deal. Yeah. Um, what is the fly fishing community like? Um, I know that's a broad question, but um, is there is there a big sense of camaraderie? Like, you know, everyone gets out to the river and, you know, has a good time or is there competition or like how do, how does it look? Yeah, or or like, yeah. or is it more of a solitary thing? Yeah, where it's like just you and the river. I think, or both. I'd say probably both. Yeah, I mean, yeah. the fly fishing community is a lot like any other small niche community, like biker bike gangs or like people that drink craft beer. Like, yeah, there's there's like communities. Like I'd say there's there's guides, there's fly shop employees, and then there's the customers and like everybody intermingles and talks but then amongst the guides they've got tiffs with each other and things like that i mean i'd say it's it's getting a lot better like companies are really pushing to try and make it a lot more inclusive and i'd say like since covid with the amount of young people that are in it like when i started the amount of old guys that weren't really impressed with young people getting into it because it was supposed to be their sport and yeah it was a little bit more looked down on then but now like people are so stoked and i mean I'm excited too because you see yeah. so many people coming in, and it's not just guys anymore too. It's like there's guys bringing in their girlfriends or girls that have like daughters of customers, and they've grown up, and now they come into our shop, and it's just it's cool to see. That is cool. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of the the interest is kind of growing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Constantly, I would say. What are some of your favorite spots? to fish and let's say where do you want to keep that a secret well i mean well, someone well, to keep a secret secret for sure but oh, yeah. for sure um <laughs> I, I was gonna say more like um outside of calgary and you know in and around alberta like um are there any that you know without you know divulging too many secrets yeah, are there maybe, are you places know, you, you'd recommend you got, you, I'm, I'm thinking like you got your, your secret ones where obviously yeah. don't share those but yeah um like, are there, like, some, some well-known ones where, like, a beginner could go to and, like, practice their cast for a day or something yeah. like that? Oh, I mean, I'd say 100%. Like, I mean, it, it all depends on what they're looking for, right? I mean, we always ask people, like, when they come in, are you like, if you want to practice 100%, yeah. then we'll send you probably to a lake mm-hmm. rather than a river. Mm-hmm. 
at least on the lake, you're going to have more open space. You don't have to worry about obstacles. But if somebody goes, I want to catch fish and I want to do it on a river, then we're probably going to send them to the like to southern Alberta, right? I mean, there's our our most written about streams are down there. At least I would say so. Kind of like there's a trout highway that's talked about, mm-hmm. and that's kind of like the 22x area from pretty well Longview south all the way down to the Crow's Nest type deal. You can the cutthroat fishing through there is amazing. Mm-hmm. And it, we always say that cutthroat are an easier fish to go after when starting out. Like, as far as intellects go, they're probably the dumbest. And then you've got, you've got like, rainbow trout, brown trout mm-hmm. above them, I would put them. So at least when people are going out, they've, they've got a better chance at catching fish. It's not just going to be, like, a one-and-done opportunity type deal. They'll have many opportunities. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, go ahead. No, that, no, it's super cool. And, like... Um, and to backtrack a little bit, I know you, you've done some fishing outside of Calgary and Alberta, obviously. Um, do you mind telling us about some of your favorite places you've gone fishing? Oof. I mean, yeah, I've gone to the Bahamas. I've gone to the Keys. I've been out to like Terrace BC for steelheading. Um, I've tried for striped bass in Halifax. Like uh, they're all fun. I think it's, it, it, it depends what you're looking for for me, I'm excited just to see the cool places. Yeah. Right. It's all new stuff too. Like it's, I mean, even going into Halifax, I've been there so many times, but I've never gone there with like a goal, at least to get a couple hours or a day of fishing in if I can. Yeah. No, I mean, I, last time I went, I didn't, I didn't achieve that goal, but I mean, I still had the stuff and the thought was there, you know, like, yeah. So it's always kind of like, I think it sparks curiosity and other, other spots that then, you can it can liven things up i think even with family too mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's kind of like a fun thing to do mm-hmm. yeah yeah well, 100% now going down to like florida what was what was that like fishing in the keys cuz i would imagine it's quite a bit different than you know uh, I, than on the boat yeah and i'd say like that's probably still like one of my most memorable trips like i wasn't it was newer like i was newer to the sport when i did it but it was like to do the whole saltwater thing and you, you, like when you get into fly fishing you you hear so much about saltwater trips and you watch YouTube videos and want like to see what they're doing and just like the ecosystem too. Like when you get there and you can hear, like you get to the Everglades for instance and you're fishing to fish that are in no more than like three feet of water, but their habitat is just sand, mangroves and that's it. And they just like forge off the bottom and just to like think about that and to think, like, if we were here, I'd be fishing completely different stuff, too. Just, like, every aspect I find cool and interesting, like, yeah. to learn to learn more. It, 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 it's, it's so crazy. Like, um, the, the amounts of different ways you can go about fishing, to me, like, as an outsider, um, it just, it's, it's super, like, for example, I was, I was on Instagram just scrolling through the feed, and I saw this guy. And he must have been some, I can't, I don't know where, but he was just sticking his arm in this hole um, in some pond and he ends up, you know, he's, it looks like he's trying to grab something, you know, just moving his arm around a little bit. He pulls it out and he has like a 10 foot long, something like that catfish. Yeah. And it was just crazy. But like there's, so there's that type of stuff and then there's the deep sea stuff where, you know, the. Uh, I don't know if that's like mar- like fishing for marlins and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Marlin tuna. Yeah. Crazy though. And it just seems like there's like, you know, the w- 
like the the amounts of different ways you can go about fishing it just seems it seems super cool and super um diverse yeah it can d- definitely i i find that uh probably in, it's a bit intimidating to the outside person as well yeah too. for but, sure but it, i think that's the thing is like you don't have to bite off the whole thing all at once like no. almost like you were saying it's like just go out there and then you learn a little bit and then you know you, you take what you learn there and then you you keep coming at it and then you're gonna learn something every time you go out exactly and i mean it all depends on how much you want to do like i mean you think about it how often do people go to mexico on family trips and they go on a fishing day like it's just yeah. something fun to do too yeah. right it's i think in that sense that's where like the spin fishing so much cooler like you get you can get a group together you can get a get the boys together go on a fishing trip like in then you can have a fun time like and it's not just the fishing it's like your yeah. all your your other stuff yeah, that you all can the, all the social part about it as exactly. well exactly yeah. yeah do you have a uh, a memorable battle with a fish that you can recall for us a little little story like oh i would say so 100% yeah. um there's a lot but i'd say like the most memorable one i went on a sturgeon trip with my dad and a couple friends and we were, it was like amidst the mudslides. So the guy yep. had like, he had told us all this stuff, like fishing might not be good. The, the salmon aren't running. So they're, the sturgeon aren't going to be eating as many of the salmon eggs. So they're not just going to be, they're not going to. Where, whereabouts in the world is. This would, would be, this so we were in the Thompson Valley in Lillooet. So BC. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. So like a, a lot of things were, were lining up to, for us to not have good luck. And then to have, we ended up hooking one fish my dad's friend caught it and it was like, it was an eight foot sturgeon, but it took like three of us, everyone on the boat, Yeah, everyone on the boat, like swapping out every 20 minutes. Yeah. The, the captain's like driving the boat back down the river, like three kilometers is how far it took us down the river, like with this jet boat. So it's not like, and then you're still fighting it with this huge rod and then, yeah, and then to finally catch it, and it's just, like, this huge rejoice, and, yeah, yeah. it was fun. That's cool. Yeah. Because those things are, they're like, dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. And they're freaking huge. Massive. How how big can they get? Like, I think the guide was saying, I, as far as people have talked about, like, I think it's the 11-foot range, like, yeah. 11 to 12 feet, but, like, it's insane. Yeah, well, I was going to say 8 feet. Is, that's, that's, that's a big one. That's huge. Oh, I would, yeah. Like, yeah. he said... I think when they get even up to like four feet, it's like, yeah, hundred years old. That 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 would have yeah. would that have been a a saltwater or a freshwater? It would be a saltwater. Like yeah. a, they 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 would go down into the ocean. Like and he said like they might be in the Thompson Valley right now, but like there's been ones because every time you catch a fish because they're protected, you have to scan it for a GPS. Mm, yeah. And it's like a, so then they can track it oh. so all of its movements. But if they haven't tracked it, you put in a new tracker. But they've tracked ones that have been all the way up to like Lillooet, and then they've gone all the way back over to Halifax, mm. and then they've gone all the way back down. Oh wow! Yeah. yeah. So like, again, like they'll come into the river to spawn. Yeah, they move a pile. Yeah, that's crazy. Is um is there any type of fishing that you haven't done that you'd want to do? There's there's a bunch. I mean, I I have a list. Like probably I want to go to Mexico. I want to catch tuna. I want to catch marlin i want to catch rooster fish i think it's just like the goal is just like ticking off all of those boxes like yeah. i don't know if there's like 
like one certain thing one certain thing it's just like getting them all yeah like the pokemon strategy yeah Yeah, gotta catch them all yeah exactly i was uh i was also on youtube and i saw this guy fishing for sharks off the beach um and that looked like a crazy workout because they got you like hooked up to this whole harness situation and then like a mount in the in the sand Mm -hmm. and usually i don't know what the type of sharks that they go for but it was a it was a big shark I think I mean I don't know what they go for either, but I've seen it. Like that yeah. stuff, the beach stuff is super cool. There's this guy in San Diego that does, um, I think it's black tip. I could be wrong, mm-hmm. um, but you can fish or it's mako sharks. Pardon me. Yeah. You can yep. do it on the fly, and like you can see these fish, and like they'll jump six feet in the air, and like do that like two crazy. somersaults, and then slam back in, and then you can fight it even longer. Yeah, and the, and the makos are the smaller sharks, right? I think so, yeah. 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 But so like, you're pretty, saying, you're pretty saying, spicy. But though. you're saying this, you can you can fly fish a shark. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That'd be, I gotta I gotta look this guy up. That's yeah. Sick. Yeah. I mean, like I think, like there's people that I think every time they hear like, oh, you caught that on that. Okay, well, I want to try it on a fly rod. Like, there's always that one person that wants to try and do everything that somebody's done on a sp- spin fishing rod yeah. on a fly on a fly. Yeah. Which isn't always achievable. Sometimes it can't happen though. Yeah. But it's about the challenge. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's all about the, yeah the chase. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you have like a most proud fishing moment from you know Alberta Calgary area? Like one big fish that you're just like, oh, look at this bad boy. I'd say like not in a, not in the past couple of years. I think the last the last fish I had was like four four or five years ago, where like I was I caught it like thirty two inch bull trout and. Mm-hmm beyond stoked about that and yeah still still i'm stoked about it like it's a nice on, on the fly you probably yeah. have a picture on the fly, of that yeah. hey yes okay you'll have to show us that after 100 percent. okay yeah beauty yeah because how much would that weigh like well yeah like ballpark. 10 pounds maybe that's a big fish like it, it's one of those ones like i mean there's a lot of the time where you're netting a fish and you can just net it with one hand and that was one where like when we netted it you had to hold it with both hands like it was yeah yeah it was that holy shit moment yeah, yeah. like oh my yeah. god look yeah. at the size of this thing fuck yeah. yeah yeah do you ever go ice fishing no what are your thoughts on ice, ice I, fishing? i found i went with a buddy once and i found it awfully boring yeah it's yeah it's a lot of like not a lot i mean there's people I know that know how to do it, and I, maybe it could have just been my friend and I being rookies to the whole situation, but I, I was so bored. And it's like you did a whole eight hours, and all you did was, like, you're in a cubicle like four times as small as this place. and yeah. you're just, just a like, small yeah. room, you and your buddy. And yeah. Did you catch anything? No. <laughs> Made it even worse. <laughs> yeah. Didn't have No beer. wins. Yeah. Zero wins. Yeah. No good yeah. food. Yeah. 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 Just our company. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, work on the conversation. I yeah. was watching a video with this guy who was ice fishing, and he had like a thermal camera, and he was looking through the ice and trying to see the fish, and trying to bait them, and kind of, it, it looked kind of interesting, but um, it looked like it'd be quite the process, and to have a thermal camera might be a little expensive. Yeah. Some it's, of the setups are crazy. Yeah, they are, and I mean, like, it, but again, it all depends on like what you want to go into, yeah, right? Exactly. Like, I mean, yeah, the radars. Like, if you get a fish finder. I'd say it's kind of lights out. Like, I mean, yeah. obviously you can get like, you can get like the Honda level or you can get a Ferrari level and like the Ferrari level will tell you like down to inches what level they're in and stuff. But I think if you know how to read one, you can, you can do it for a lot cheaper. Yeah. And then at least you're, 
you're not just kind of fishing aimlessly or trying to find spots in a, especially for like ice fishing. Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. a challenge yeah. associated with it. Yeah. Uh, one of, um, uh, I just, I, I had a question going back to uh, people getting into it. You know, you mentioned like lots of people are getting into it. What are some of the challenges that, uh, that pop up with like a lot more people coming on? And you say like, I know like for every fisherman, they have their, they have their spot, right. Mm-hmm. Where they don't really want to give it up. Right. So, one, as a new person coming into it, how do you go and start searching for a spot? But two is like, what are some of the problems that come up with more people wanting to fish with it? Does overfishing become an issue or not really? I would say, okay, first with finding the spots, like we have a lot of people, they'll come in and they'll be like, well, where do we go? And it's it, sometimes you can tell like the bow and like the big rivers, I'd say like, there's no secrets. You can tell somebody, okay, you can go down to Douglas Dale, go to Carburn, like all these spots that some person might not have heard before and think it's secret, but then they go and they're like, okay, well, I've been here. It's no. here. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, like, truly, without even being me and, like, the, what we say it is, like, just, like, find that blue line and find where a black line connects. And, like, if you can, if you can get there at least, do that. And, I mean, from there, it's, like, if you hear, like... What, all, what, what did you call... What do you call those areas again? They're... Uh, the where the where rivers confluence confluence okay so yeah yeah but I mean even from that it's like it, the blue line like talk talking in maps I guess I should say right yeah. so it's like yeah. the blue line are rivers people. yes yeah yeah, okay. yeah black lines roads yeah. right yeah so it, easiest would be that like and then you can kind of like sometimes like because that's when people start kind of mm-hmm. trying to pick away the secret spots and you're like well I can't give you that it's that spot exactly but if you go towards sundry like let's say go that way find a find a river that intersects with a road you'll find like brown trout Mm -hmm. so you can kind of do it that way and and then you can kind of feel people out right i mean and then you get people that are in regularly and they'll be like oh have you tried this spot no i haven't or like i want to try something new okay i can trust you that if i tell you raiden that you can go to this spot you won't tell other people Mm -hmm. there's still a lot of that as corny as it sounds like the frenchman's rule like if somebody takes you to their river spot, you don't go take all 10 of your friends to that same river spot. Like you go through the person to see if you can. An honor system of sorts kind of thing. Yeah. 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 So I guess, uh, oh yeah, keep going. Yeah. And then, yeah, that's, I mean, that's pretty much it. And then you'll get, you get the the people that are like, oh, I'm fishing at Notelli Creek. And you're like, okay, you don't, you don't have to be such an asshole or like condescending. The the Puritans. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, okay, it is kind of funny, but then it's like, like, I've been in a, working in a fly shop for, like, eight and a half years. You're like, okay, like I have heard that joke a lot of times. Kind of like <laughs> the elevator guy that hears the up and down business one. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah it comes with the territory, yeah. Bit, right? Yeah. 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 And then, um, what was the second question again? Oh, uh, the second question was just um, with a lot more people um, finding interest in the sport, like, kind of, is there any uh, problems with overfishing that bump up and how to how to kind of combat that how to combat that and like for someone coming in what what should they kind of know about that as well too i think it's just like more morals than any more than anything like we try to teach people ethics in the shop of like just like the biggest things are going to get overfished right i mean uh, you're going to hear and it's kind of our responsibility i think if if we hear that lots of people keep going to the elbow river in one specific spot, like we've heard five people or ten, like ten people sometimes. Then and it's like, okay, somebody's like, "Have you tried that spot?" Like, no, 
And then sometimes you just straight up lie. Like, no, I haven't been there, but you should try this spot because I think mm. it, it would be better. So you just kind of like, we try to kind of spread yeah. people out if you can. Yeah. yeah. Or it's like, if you know, if it's special to you, you're going to tell people don't go there too. Like I'll be definitely, I'll be protective of spots. I will, I'll try to keep a poker face if I can, but if somebody knows, then it's like, yeah, you just like go easy because that needs to be kept special. Yeah. yeah. The, um, the bow versus the elbow. What do those two rivers, like, what What do they both have to offer, and maybe what's different about both of them? The biggest difference, I would say, is the elbow has the dam. So then, so it's cut off that population, because initially, like, way, way, way back in the day, before there were any dams on the elbow, the Bow River was a cutthroat stream. And since they put in those dams, the cutthroat are no longer in the Bow River. It's what do you mean by cutthroat? It's a type of fish. Type of oh, fish, okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so one of the species of trout. So it's it, and that that do better in a habitat of freestone rather than and freestone being like colder, okay. less algae like stuff, not as not as slow and and warm as the Bow River is. Okay. For instance, which has also been screwed up because of the dams. So I would say that's the biggest chain, the biggest difference is cutthroat, no cutthroat in the bow. And then from there, like, the populations that are in the elbow, as, although it is, like, a very well-known river, I wouldn't say that the populations are outstanding. Yeah. So you get a lot of people that, especially if they're numbers people, it's a, it's an instant deterrent. They'll, they'll try it, but if, if they don't succeed, they won't go back. Yeah. And I'd say, like, that's, that's, again, going back to, like, sharing the rivers and stuff. You can kind of, you see these people, you see a life, an angler's lifespan, right? Like, they go from catching a lot of, wanting to catch a lot of fish, to catching a big fish, to catching a fish in a specific on a specific fly, and then like it, it so it's it all kind of it's like goes the maturity, exactly. the maturity of an angler, yeah, kind of thing. Yeah. And by yeah. angler, that's like the for a, a fisherman, right? Yeah. yeah, 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 someone who fishes. Exactly. Okay. Okay. Yeah. The more uh, in the no term. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, go ahead. Yeah. It's um. Yeah, because I, you know, when when I'm, you know, driving around, you know, the city, you don't, I don't know, for me, typically, I see a lot of people in the bow. Um, do you think, is the bow a lot more popular than the elbow? I would say so, and I think that's, that's like, more than anything, the reason that people fish the bow over the elbow. It's like, mm-hmm. in, its, in, in the bow's heyday, we were a blue ribbon stream, so we were, I think it stands for, like, 2,500 fish per river mile. Oh, wow. And, like, and we were top 25 in the world for it. Now, I don't know if we still have that Blue Ribbon status, but that's that's kind of what created this name. Like, we're written about in a lot of books. Yeah, that's what I was telling Eric, is, like, I've, I've, yeah. I've heard from uh, multiple people that Calgary's a bit of a, a destination. The Bow is a destination river. 100%. And so, wh- okay, so you mentioned that um, maybe that stat's not there anymore. What, what, what are kind of some of the things that have occurred to, to make it like what are some things that have popped up that maybe i would say okay going back to the overfishing thing i'd say there's the increased population and the increased interest i don't think has helped yeah there's a huge argument um with hooks whether they should be barbed or not barbed and how much damage that does to a fish so i mean you could go just to that alone you could go to like undereducated people just like poor fish handling yeah i'm just gonna buy a 
buy it buy a rod and go out kind of thing exactly yeah, like i mean like it. you go to canadian tire you get the len thompson and it's got a treble hook on it like the moment we hear treble hook we tell people go to one hook what's a treble hook uh, that's oh, like your three hook the three hook thing kind of thing yeah okay. and it's just like we just say go to a single hook because like at least first question is like obviously do you want to keep the fish if you're going to keep a fish like honestly go however you want to to yeah, get yeah. it doesn't matter i don't really care because yeah. you're going to kill the thing at the end of it yeah. but if you plan on putting that fish back I just think like those treble hooks there, it's three hooks. Like you get it's one hook out. It's going to rake the guts out from the inside. Yeah. Here you go, Mr. Fish. Yeah. It's like, it's yeah. already, and you just, yeah. it's already dead. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, feel good. <laughs> I didn't kill that fish, yeah. Yeah. let alone five seconds after you put it back in, it's dead. Exactly. Yeah. And that's like, yeah, you'll hear that story and then you're like, okay, that was a bad thing. So then you try to like, then you teach them. So, I mean, I'd say education's part of it. It's just the undereducation of people, yeah. but then you can take into account like the um the city i think it was like two years ago where, where they're doing the beet juice thing for, oh for yeah control. i remember yeah. that oh and like, that, f- that 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 helped that helped oh, like that was cool. a kind of a test because the salt and the salinity level in our rivers um, weren't good for the fish habit for for our truck. listeners do you mind uh just backtracking a little bit okay so, um, what is this exactly yeah can you explain what what they did with the beet juice you probably know okay. more about yeah. it than I. okay i mean my understanding at least so i'd say i think it was two years ago or so they were doing the city decided that they wanted to test beet juice for snow removal ice removal and all that stuff yeah, rather than salt rather than salt okay. yeah it's like a replacement kind and of thing. i think i don't know if it was completely connected i would say it is it made sense to me and there's a lot of talk like within our community about it and i think a lot through like aep which is alberta environment and parks parks i think okay yeah, yeah. and just like all the research and the the salinity levels in our river, I think, were affecting the trope populations. So as a way to combat that, they tried to do that beet juice thing because I think you can get this, like, cities can only grow so far. And, I mean, there's there's a lot of talk about, like, you drive through the city, there's not as many bugs as if you were to go out into the country. And there's a large part of that is just because of the gas and the fumes and the amount of, like, vehicles around. Mm-hmm. It's just like these bugs aren't going to last they're going to live so then yeah. populations spread out and they adjust right so i mean we i would say our better fishing is to the south of the city there's still plenty of good stuff in the city but i wouldn't say you hear as much about having phenomenal days mm. up here as you do outside of the city yeah and 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 uh, how is that uh from your experience from maybe when you because you were telling us a little bit off camera that you're uh, kind of started in high school kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, has that shifted in your lifetime? Uh, that those like good days or was that, was that kind of like fame of the river? Was that before you? Even? Um, I think, I think some of them, like I can say there's a couple up that like when I first started fishing and like when I was younger, that creeks that when I started fishing them, I was told to never talk about. Mm. And now I can see like now people are coming in and they're throwing around the name so like so loosey goosey and and you can see it because then I can go up onto that river and a river where I might not have seen one or two dead fish. It's not like a weekly occurrence, but now you'll see you'll see them you'll see them. And I mean, the past three years has been really tough with the weather we've had. Like the heat, the heat kills them. Really, like we they have a threshold, so like they can only make it till. I think it's 65 Fahrenheit. Okay. And then they're they're getting exhausted. Our oxygen, the oxygen that they need in the water is no longer at the percentage that it should be. 
So then they just become lethargic. Some just turn up and die. Yeah. yeah. Does that bring up uh, a lot of wildlife in terms of mm. like animals trying to get at these fish? I would say, I mean, maybe not as, not the same as you'd see like when you see a salmon run. Yeah. Like when you see the salmon run and then the, the bears, bears flock yeah. down, right? Yeah. But I wouldn't say here it's as much. I'd say, I think the most mortalities I've seen of fish from wildlife is usually birds. Yeah. The, like, the ospreys. Ospreys or like, like especially like the eagles, yeah. right? Like all of that stuff. And you can see like it's very apparent when... Like, fish scar the exact same way do we do. So, like, you see a fish and he's got weird dots. Especially if you're, like, you see three of them, you're like, oh, weird, I wonder what that was. Yeah. 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 It's probably a bird of some kind. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, That's cool. This is, going back to the wildlife thing, when when um, when you're out fishing, is there are there things you have to be careful about in terms of wildlife and stuff like that? I would say so, yeah. I mean, when, when you're going fishing, especially when you're going to like southern alberta or northern alberta and you're going to a smaller river like it's same practices you'd have when you're going hiking yeah. right like you want to be prepared for the elements you want to also be bear aware and like be conscious that if you're in the bear season maybe keep your head on a swivel right like don't there are people that fish with headphones in and we'll tell them like maybe just put one in right like so you can at least hear something behind you yeah. and so i'd say that part is it part 100 percent I'd say the bigger hazards, like, with fishing at least, is, like, knowing your own boundaries. Because, like, you'll hear so many people, especially, like, during this time of the season, they'll go onto the river shelves mm. where it's, like... The ice. Yeah. yeah. And they're, like, okay, uh. what... And they're, like, yeah, it looks like two inches. I'm, like, I would not go on two inches. But you'll hear some some guys gone on two inches, and then, like, and then it's, like, usually you'll and think, okay, in. yeah, and they yeah. fall in. And then, like, unfortunately, waiters, as... They're a great idea because they keep you dry. But, like, if you don't wear a belt, they'll fill, it, you're, up. They'll fill up, and then yeah. you're sinking You're sinking like a dead weight. Yeah. And that's literally, I'd say, how the past four guys in the winter have died. Like, when you hear that they're a fisherman mm -hmm. and that they died on the river, it's like, boom, instantly. It's like, okay, they probably died because they drowned in their waders. Yeah, how, how uh, I, I would imagine as, like, as more people get into it, I, I don't know, is, is there more people dying or is, like, how, how often does an accident like that occur? Not, not very often. I mean, I think, like, last year there was one I can remember. Like, yeah. and one, and it was, and it, he was on global news, like, they were talking about it on the news. Yeah, and a every, big, yeah. deal kind of thing. But I don't, uh, some years, it's more, you hear about the grizzly attacks and, like, you hear about the bear yeah. attacks within the community and then I think that just, you pass that on to other people, like, okay, uh, you might not be seeing the bear on your river, but there was somebody that was attacked yeah. in that area on a hike. Yeah, so be careful. Yeah. Kind of thing. Interesting. Um, is there any, uh, uh, same with, I guess, cougars, mountain lions kind of thing? Are, mountain lions, are they are they around rivers? I would... I, I've heard of them up, like, up north, um, like north of Calgary. But, I mean, I've never, never seen them myself. Mm. I've ran into a couple guys that have told me stories of seeing them. But I mean, I've, I think they're one of those ones too, where it's like they usually see you before you, before you see them. Yeah. You see them. Terrifying. Yeah. 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 No, my 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 uncle, he's like a he he's got a good story on with a cougar from, but that was when he was like nineteen or something like that. So, but uh, oh, yeah. I don't I don't want to butcher it too too much. Well, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those stories are always pretty badass, though. Yeah, they're pretty pretty freaky. Yeah, yeah. be a freaky thing. I have a. Uh, 
buddy who lives on Vic and one of his friends. Um, he, he has a pretty crazy schedule, but he will not. He's a big runner, but he runs in the evening. He won't run after like 7.30 because he's scared of cougars on the island. Really? Yeah. Because wow. they're, well, he likes to go in the, like in, you know, in the paths and in, in the woods and stuff. But, um, there, uh, there's been a few. Sunset, baby. That's there. when they get you. Yeah. <laughs> Kill you, bring you into the woods. Yeah. Crazy animals. I saw a video of one running past a lady, uh, the other day, just on like a trail. Mountain lion or? Yeah, she, yeah. a mountain lion. She was just like filming, you know, just on a hike. And then like one just bolted literally like. Like from me to you, just like right beside her, just took off, and it looked like I, she was like, "Oh, that's so cool! Like this is crazy! Like you're lucky to be alive." Yeah, yeah. I think that's one of those things. Like, like the bears, they get like a lot m- most of the hype and the talk, but it's like, yo, man, those things, the, the cougars are, they'll fucking kill you. Yeah, don't forget like, about those cats. Yeah. Well, yeah. Did you guys hear about the guy that had to kill one? Like he fought, like fought this thing to the death. Was that in Montana or something? I think he was in BC. There's a mountain lion. Yeah, a again. mountain lion. Yeah. He, uh, he was on a hike, and uh, it attacked him, and uh, he had to, like, choke it out. <laughs> I, I'm Yeah, I'm not kidding. Imagine the rush. It was all over the news, like and have, it was all scarred up. pump full of adrenaline in a situation yeah. like that? I don't, yeah. That yeah have you ever had, like, any bear encounter? Have you ever had any, any bear count encounters? Yeah, open um, question for the floor. I had I, one. Like, on the highway, I've seen a ton, and I've seen guys, like, get out of the cars, take pictures, and I'm like gonna fucking die like but no i've never had like an up close encounter with a bear i have with a skunk but not skunk. oh yeah that's pretty high stakes yeah. too uh, yeah those are almost scarier and i, I was say. in the chair at that time and i was like i'm so <laughs> fucked yeah. yeah if you die by a bear it's like kind of oh man that's a way to go that's kind of you get you have like this legend back you, you get sprayed by a skunk people oh, avoid yeah. you and it <laughs> sticks with you yeah, yeah yeah it's like oh there's that you guy that got sprayed by that skunk guess. that one time yeah, yeah. he yeah. still smells yeah <laughs> Yeah, the social pressure. Yeah, uh, yeah. Social but, uh, damage a skunk can can play is. Yeah, but no, no cougar bear stories for me. What about you, G? I got one bear one. That was when I was fishing in BC, but like other than that, that's about it. But it was a scary one. It, yeah, well, well, I wouldn't say it. scary. Yeah. It was more eerie. Well, like, what was going on? So we were. F- I was fishing with my boss. We were fishing a run on a river, and we were just kind of. I was fishing down, fishing down, and it was like. One of those areas where you know there is bears, right? Like every day we went out, we had bear spray, yep. we had bear bangers, some other, like some of the fishing guides out there carry shotguns, mm-hmm. right? It's just all like, you got to be cautious. Um, exactly. Yeah. Um, so we were just fishing and like, you hear a couple cracks. I didn't really think anything of it. And then I hear a couple more. So it's just I, the forest. Yeah. 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 And then I look behind, I'm like, oh, wow. Oh, that's a bear. Oh, it's like, like a grizzly or a black bear. Black bear. Yeah. Like probably... Like twenty feet away, yeah. Okay. Like I'm in the river, and it's like ten he, feet up on was, the bank. Was he a big, big guy, or? I mean, I think when it's that close, it's like it's big enough. Yeah, fair, yeah, enough, yeah. fair enough. I'm and no longer comfortable. Yeah, yeah. I was. Yeah. yeah, definitely uncomfortable. And I just started stepping further into the river, further yeah. in the river, and then I didn't have bear bang, bear bangers on me. So I'm like trying to casually yell my boss's name down the river. Hey, like, hey. yeah. Bye. There's a bear. Yeah. <laughs> and then finally he looks back and he's like, oh, shit. Yeah. So, like, we fired off one bear banger right at it. Just looks at us. Keeps. Yeah, it doesn't care. Ignores us. Yeah. yeah. Do what another is, one. What is the saying with the three bears? It's like, uh, if it's brown, lie down. If oh. It's, if it's black, uh, run back. Or if it's white, good night. 
something like that. Because <laughs> the polar bears are... Uh, the po- they polar bear are, will fucking... You're done for, man. Yeah. I, I like that. Fucking kill I've never you. heard that. It's something... It's some sort of riddle like that, but... um, Yeah, the polar bears are... are that's a different beast. Yeah. yeah, yeah Biggest yeah. land predator. Weighs like a ton. Something, give or take. Yeah, if it wants to kill you, it will kill you. Yeah. The... Um, Okay, and so you you fired it off yeah. at the bear bang yeah. bear banger, and then didn't really care. Didn't really care, and fired off another one, and it kind of like looked up, walked it, wa- started like sauntering away, and yeah. then it was kind of like okay, like we'll reel up, yeah. and we'll like the moment it disappears, we'll just get the fuck out of there as quick as we can. Yeah, and that's what we did, and it was like get to the truck, like don't even take off your waders, don't break yeah. down your rod, just like throw it in the truck. Like we'll take the yeah, shit. We'll, we'll, we'll take we'll, it we'll apart do that later, later down the road. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. But other than that, that's 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 it. What about you? Yeah, I, I actually I got a good one. Um, well, it was scary, but it's a good story. Mm-hmm. Uh, so my um, my uh, my cousin, he's he's a he's a big fisherman. He lives down in Minnesota right now. So I don't know if he fly fishes, but he I think he just uh, you call it really reeling or real spin fishing. Spin fishing. Yeah, yeah, that's the word. I think he just spin fishes. But he so he's. He grew up in Canmore, so he, he would always do, like, lake fishing up there, like, growing up and everything. And so uh, he took me out. Um, this was probably two or three uh, years ago now on opening day, so it would have been around this time. Actually, no, it wasn't opening day because it was it was up in, in uh, lake, uh, like, lake fishing somewhere. I'm not going to say what it is because he told me. It's exactly like that. It's like... <laughs> Just, you know, you could tell some, it was exactly like that. Like, what, what did you call it? Like the French? Frenchman's rule. Frenchman's rule where it's yeah. like, all right, yeah, you can say it. But just like, all right, everyone who I've ever known on this yeah. podcast is here. And then <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. Like, so he asked me to like, yeah. So we went up to is a, a, a lake kind of in the mountains somewhere, right? Uh, and it was a really nice hike. So it's a nice hike, like kind of like four hours in for, sorry, no, that that's not true. It was like kind of like two and a half hour, three hour hike in kind of thing. Same thing back. Um and we got we had get this fishing stuff. So it was him, his wife, um, his his friend, and his his friend's wife, uh, and then me. Right. I was the tag along uh, fifth wheel guy. Nice. Uh, and so we brought. He he had a bunch of fishing stuff. I I had a, I had just like a pretty much like a Canadian tire rod <laughs> kind of set up. I didn't have the three things. I can't re- I can't remember if it was barbed or not. I think it was not barbed. Hopefully, yeah yeah. yeah. Um, uh, and, uh, so we, we go and, um, yeah, we kind of like set our stuff down and then we're just kind of, uh, yeah, we got, um, I think I just was wearing shorts. So I just, he had waders and I didn't have any waders. So I just took my shoes off and kind of stuck my ankles in and we're fishing and, and it was like, a, it was like a full day thing. It was like really awesome. And, you know, we get about a, like an hour and a half in and, um, we're, we're kind of doing the same thing where it's like, kind of like you're casting and then you kind of like move a little bit down to see where the fish are biting and there was a lot of fish biting so it was awesome so we were getting lots of lots of catches and it was we were just doing catch and release with like the leathermans pull the thing uh, uh the hook out kind of thing super fun day right yeah. uh especially for like a non-fisher person i'm like yeah man i caught five fish this is fucking this, this is the greatest feeling ever yeah. yeah um and so an hour and a half in um one of the like the his my cousin's friend go like turns and he's like oh shit a bear and then I, I look and it's like, yeah. And then it's a grizzly coming. To, so kind of the way it's set up, you had your lake and then there it's kind of like from where we came from. And then you, you set up shop on the edge of the lake and then, but the trail keep continues. Like you can go further down in the mountains. So there's like a, like a trail on the side of the lake. And so this bear is kind of 
like sauntering, like not really sauntering, but like kind of like a, like a fast walk, like coming, coming towards us. Yeah. So we looked, it's like, oh, cool. It's like, oh, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) And then, uh, so all of us go and the non-smart thing that we were doing is like, we had left our bags kind of further away from us and we had like lunch in there and some food. And so we left it further away from us and we're like, so we had to run back to grab our stuff because we didn't want to just leave it and have them kind of go through it kind of thing. And so we, and then we just kind of, you know, just started yelling like, hey, bear, hey, bear, hey, bear. Just because I think you want to, you want to let it know that you're there. Because like, I think that's like the most dangerous thing, right? Is it, mm-hmm. it getting spooked by Surprising you. Surprising the bear, it, yeah. 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 So it's like, hey, just making lots of noise. And then we just kind of the lake kind of, the path kind of goes like this. And then we were on the lake. So we just kind of made a beeline. We're kind of like on the, on the edge of the, the starting, like starting to turn kind of thing. If that makes okay. any sense, kind of thing. So we were going this way, and it's almost, almost like running into a marsh kind of thing, like just trying to get away. And then he comes up, um, and just like making lots of noise, making lots of noise, and then kind of right um, in the path. And then there's like the mountain, and so like the the ascent, and then just kind of like right uh, around where our bags would have been. Um, he like turns and just starts walking up walking up the mountain and it took him like, and it would have been like for a human, like that would have been like a, another two, maybe like a, maybe a hour and a half, two hour hike to get to the top of the mountain. This thing fucking cleared it in 30 minutes, like just all the way to the top on the other side of the mountain. And we're like, okay. And we ended up, we we fished (laughs) a bit more then we packed out and then, uh, yeah. And that was, that was the day. But it was pretty wild. It was was scary because it's like, Oh fuck! And it's like, yeah. So that's my my fishing that's awesome. fishing story kind that of is, thing. That's an intense one. It was cool to see though. Like the the like a, a grizzly bear is a cool thing to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would imagine up like up close to a black bear is also probably a cool yeah. thing to see. Yeah, it's just yeah, you're not in that moment. You're not comfortable. It's like yeah, I'm a bit terrified. I'm yep. scared. It's always so funny too because like you always hear that same story. Like when somebody sees a bear for the first time, they're like. Yeah, I was looking at a bear. Like the bear got close, and I was looking at, it, and then I realized, oh shit, it's a bear. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Was in shock of. Yeah, because you're you're almost in awe, right? Because it's like you don't really you don't really see it, or you, you hear stories about it, but you never. It's a rare thing to see, and so mm. it's like whoa, like the. I think the worst is is the people on the highway. Yeah, how they how people are responding to bears these days. It's like. Look, a grizzly bear. I'm gonna get out of my car. Yeah, those guys Take a are close crazy. Close-up photo. I know it's 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 nuts. Yeah, but it, it's like the not. It's like an education thing. Mostly, it's like yeah, you, you, that person has no idea how much danger they're in. It's like yeah. you're in danger, and it's like you have no idea. Yeah, yeah. And, and sorry, go ahead. You think too. You're like, oh, I'm gonna see that on TikTok or Instagram tonight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So many of those idiots. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like not even. Yeah, it's yeah. Like not aware. Um, but uh, I almost I think that like protects them in a way because it's like because they're not scared because like I think the animal to a certain extent like will know if you're freaked out like oh, it yeah. can almost like sense it like if you're freaked out like it's gonna start to freak out it. but yeah, if, you're, yeah. if you're calm like that's another thing too is like you can't like you don't want to you can't panic in that no, situation you gotta, you gotta, you gotta like cool. like you said it's like being quiet it's like but it's also like staying calm it's yeah. like a super important thing. Like if yeah. you start, oh man, like what should I do? It's like the animal's going to be like, oh, what the fuck's that thing? Like, why yeah. is it freaking out? Should yeah. I be freaking out? Exactly. Like, yeah. It's like, it's almost like contagious, right? Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so uh, 
fuck, I forget what I was going to say. Oh, yeah, for the people who go and do that thing, it's like they're all just happy. Yeah, I'm going to get this picture of this thing. So yeah. maybe maybe, maybe the animal's like, all right, that thing's just chilling. Like, yeah. But then I think they're also kind of, like humans are like kind of like a freaky thing, like intimidating, intimidating mm-hmm. thing to most. I think. Foreign. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, what, this thing, two legs? And then it's, I think that's the thing, too. I was watching this one guy, this crazy, he's like crocodile hunter guy, but he's, does crazier shit uh, on YouTube or whatever. And he's like, he like went into Africa and he's, I think he was Australian originally too, but he like goes up to all the, like the, like the intimidating things, but he went to Africa and he's like chilling, like he's going out like on his feet, like, like not in a car or anything, like looking at the lions, but like you can like juke out the lions pretty easy because they don't know that you're harmless. Right. They, they, especially I think it's the eyes, eyes on the front of the face usually means predator. Yeah. So it's like, oh, what the f- what the hell's that thing? It's like, could that be dangerous? And then, yeah, the stakes are high for animals out there. There's yeah. no hospitals for them. They make a decision to fight. It's like, yeah, yeah. It's it, like, all right, I, you're gonna you're gonna run away most of the time. Mm-hmm. I think I saw maybe the stupidest video I've ever seen, but it was fucking hilarious. It was these two guys dressed up in a zebra costume, <laughs> and they got out of their safari car and were like. On the Serengeti, just, like, playing around with the other zebras. And the lion, like, like jumped on one of them and took, like, this, like, foam head. And, like, it wasn't their head, obviously. But like Oh, so they survived. They, oh, yeah, they survived. But it was, like, a prank. It was, like, a prank video. Like, oh, gotcha, lion. <laughs> Not actually <laughs> yeah. a real zebra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's prank the lion. Yeah, gotcha. <laughs> yeah, he'll know. He'll know. Yeah, and then when he actually trades him. <laughs> Dude, it's a prank. Chill, bro. Yeah. Fine. Uh, oh, I just wanted to add one, one more. Uh, yes. That when about people like um, going out of their cars. I remember that was that's a vivid memory of mine. It was like we were, we we're I think near Banff or something like that, and there was a like a big caribou on the on the side of the road, and there was a dude like from like me to the wall behind you, like I don't know, like ten feet away, just like out of his car, like taking pictures of it. And I remember like I was in the car with my parents, and I was pretty young, and they're just like. That is so stupid. Yeah. <laughs> statistic. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. It's uh, the the bison too. People will like. Oh yeah, the bison. Try petting a bison. I've seen that a lot. Yeah, I've seen. I don't think I've there's seen a lot of one tourists. in the wild. Um, because there's there. I think there's some downs in southern Alberta. I know there's there there's are some wild farms. Bison. Yeah. yeah, and there's lots of farms. Yeah, maybe it was like an elk or something. I can't really remember, yeah. but. Yeah. Oh, yeah. in uh, Yellowstone though, there's there's bison that yeah. people will go up right. to and get. I'm pretty sure it's common that someone gets fucked yeah. up every year. Kind of yeah. Thing. Yeah. Is that where you? Sorry, I, cut I you think off. that no, I think you're right. I think it it w- must have been Yellowstone. Yeah. Yeah. yeah pretty wild. Pretty wild. But yeah, it's um, the wildlife scene. It, it's 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 crazy here. It is, but it's really cool too. Mm-hmm. Like um, I don't know. We were talking about zoos earlier. And all the conservation stuff that they do mm-hmm. in Calgary and in Canada. It's impressive what it's, they do. It's really cool. Mm-hmm. I think they get a lot of hate for, like, being a zoo and having they animals they in captivity. Tons. But, like, I always think, like, you hear, I have one friend and his wife works at the zoo. And, like, you hear she's the foremost expert in North America for prairie dogs. Fuck yeah. 
And like, really? like, yeah, you hear the study. We're, we're getting her on for sure. Yeah, <laughs> Dude, yeah, you got to make that intro for cool, us. I will yeah. make that. In, she's a cool lady. Yeah. yeah, but like, you hear about that and like the stuff. Like, she's driven. Like, she'll go out to Ontario, mm-hmm. and like, that stuff's never talked about when you go to the zoo. It's like, we're doing this for conservation, but they don't ever outline. Yeah. I think they, if they outline some of the stuff that people actually do. Yeah. They'd get oh for sure because like when we because it's wild some of the stuff it's crazy it is we went the last summer and I was having a debate with who we went with and I was like no one hundred percent it's like they do a ton of conservation there um, and they reintegrate animals back into the mm-hmm. wild and um, and I can't remember who I was with but they're like there's no way like it's all for money blah 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 first thing we did when we get there we like ask the uh, like one, like someone who works yeah, there. Yeah, someone who works person, there. Yeah. And then she was like, "Oh yeah, like we do a ton of conservation. There's a ton of these programs for each different species, and here's how it works." And I was like, "Yeah." Looked at my friend. I was like, "I knew it, motherfucker." <laughs> yeah, yeah. That it'd be interesting, like how it works, because I think they like they they do fund they they do fundraising, but I think like a lot of the stuff, like the business side of it, of like people coming in to watch, is like. It's like one, it's educational, so people know that yeah. there's like these crazy, weird-looking things out there. Yeah. And two, it's like, yeah, that that like, ho- like theoretically, selling tickets to that can fund the like the actually like of the protection the of them in exactly. the wild. Because if there's no protection yeah. for it, then they don't get protected. It's yeah. like, yeah, if people don't know, then it's like, all right, yeah, bulldoze. Exactly. Yeah. 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 yeah, 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 yeah kind of thing. So real life yeah. avatar situation going on. In yeah, this. exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We need more <laughs> unobtainium. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that tree. Knock it down. <laughs> Fuck that tree. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> like name for a. Uh, yeah. For a mineral. <laughs> unobtainium. <laughs> yeah. We need it. It's oh. unobtainable anywhere else. <laughs> Yeah, but um, yeah, I'm so big advocate for zoos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, there's, 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 there's good players, bad players everywhere. So right? Yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah. Sure, I'm sure there's, I'm sure there's not that great ones, but yeah, Calgary's Calgary's doing it pretty well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah, the good ones, not the bad ones. Yeah, yeah. Joe exactly. Exotic, no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Calgary Zoo, yes. Yeah, yeah. That, that was crazy. Yeah. I remember that was that was during COVID when that came out. Hey, mm-hmm. everyone watched. Joe Exotic. Yeah, what a wild thing. Like how, I don't, yeah, like just like how how captivated the entire mm-hmm. seemed like world was, was with insane. this guy. Yeah. I detest some of the laws that they have down there. <laughs> like like which ones? Like, well, that you can own a big cat in like certain states. Oh, I get it. You hate freedom. Yeah. Haters. <laughs> <laughs> apparently, like, well, it's like, how how does it make any sense for there to be a petting zoo for tigers and you have like a hundred of them? Yeah, yeah true. Yeah, yeah, it's but it's like it's the same thing in Thailand. It's like why yeah. can like that's that another one too. Worse, yeah, almost. that actually that is worse. Wait, you what's see, the Thailand one? I don't. I, you get like you can go see like I was you it? can go pet the tigers. Yeah, you can go pet the tigers up on drugs. They're like oh, keep them super mind. yeah docile. Yeah, yeah, whoa, that's pretty intense. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's cool. I heard somewhere, and I might be wrong, but you could buy, um, like, you can pay. Um, oh, I don't know. Maybe I won't talk about that. <laughs> no, but like some places, you can like, it's like uh, you pay to like shoot stuff. Yeah, and, like you can oh, like Cambodia. Like, yeah, you can I, like yeah. You've you heard know, that as well too. You know what's even crazier? 
yeah. is like almost all of those places are funded by the military. Really? Oh. Yeah. Because it's all well, old. it's yeah, it's their just, stuff, yeah, right? They just give them to them. Yeah. yeah. Like I remember, um, yeah, being in Cambodia and we're driving. He's like, "You want to shoot a cow?" Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was like a, it's like a tourist thing. Here. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, like, oh yeah, it's just yeah. Come like, shoot it. I'm it's like, a road no, attraction. no, no, no. I don't want to shoot a cow today. Yeah. Yeah. And then I think I they feel even did terrible if you just like right. I heard of one where it's like they shot it with like an RPG or like an AK-47. Yeah. Or okay. Something that's, like that's, that. that's that's this is exactly. Yeah. I, I, I've I've heard some. Is that on Dark Tourist? Yeah. I think. Yeah. And it's crazy. Like they do it. It's insane at how lucrative it is too. He's like, yeah. I want to oh, shoot a cow. Imagine. He's like, I'll talk to the farmer across the street. Hang on. Yeah. yeah. He's like six hundred baht. Yeah. Whoa. Only six hundred baht. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 No. Like you can. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty wild. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'm sure I'm sure you can do that with like exotic animals, but oh, there's like, got, I it's mean, just a premium that that's associated with it. Yeah. Well, like dude, I think you hear like the Africa like when you're hunting hunting in Africa. Yeah. I think that's where a lot of this like there's a lot yeah. of gray areas there. There's like yeah. Yeah. Well, it's interesting. I I spent some time in uh, Botswana. Okay. And uh, for them, there was actually a, for poachers, there was a, a shoot on site policy. For, yeah. So it's like all, all game was protected. But then if you go across the border to Namibia, um, it's like it's an industry, right? It's like you the pay. You, is? Yeah, you pay some some premium to shoot something or go out mm-hmm. and hunt kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, it's like for that one that you killed, it's like you're going to save like a thousand. Maybe it like right because it's like yeah. the, the amount of like population it's a, it's control. A, yeah, population control but it's also like a way of like funding conservation where it's yeah. like yeah there's okay. a neat there's a there's some demand to like go out and hunt these creatures because mm-hmm. they're rare right mm-hmm. and, but and then so it's like okay like let's use that that kind of like market to fund like protecting some of this stuff so i don't know it's like different approaches to conservation oh. kind of thing yeah mm-hmm. and yeah. then i think those like you're saying the poachers yeah they screw a lot of things up like because then you get those guys like that are like oh i'm doing a guiding thing but yeah yeah, it's like I don't but know. Not really. Yeah, but not. Yeah, exactly. Same, yeah. same, but different type deal. Yeah, that's interesting. What What's the uh, speaking of guiding? Like, what What's uh, What's the guide? Uh, like fishing guides in, in here. Like, if people wanted to go out, so because I think that's like one of the coolest things is what like for me whenever like we talk about tourism or like going out or even, but like going to do something something with someone who really knows their shit is like an awesome way of doing something. It is, it is super cool. And it's like, it's mind blowing. Yeah, and you, you learn so much more when it's like you go with someone who's like knowledgeable on it because mm-hmm. it's like you're doing it, but then the person's like giving you tips. It's like, Oh, like, Oh, and then, Oh, also, did you know this about the fish? And like at this time of the season, like this is important to, these are some things to consider about hundred percent. Well, yeah. So like in terms of like guiding, like, what is that like for people, and how do people find a good guide, or like, or who are some? I, you got to sift through a lot of bullshit. Like, I think, yeah. like with with guiding here, at least for us, like, there's not really a whole lot you have to do. Like in the states, you have like, if you want to do saltwater stuff, you have to get a captain's license. Hmm. Like, there's basically like. You guys wanted to start a guiding outfit. You get a business license. You get your business insurance. Yeah, there's not. It's not a regulate. It's not. It's regulated. not regulated. It's not, and it's not government regulated either. So yeah. there's. It's like it's kind of like the wild west. And yeah, Eric. Yeah. yeah, anyone out there for our tour guides will, or not tour guides. Um, for our listeners, uh, Eric and I will take you out uh, fishing 
uh, we'll go, I don't know, we'll, we'll Google it as we go and you'll probably learn nothing. So, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. So is there some, some people where you're just like, oh yeah, these guys know their shit. This is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. Like I think, and there's like, there's, there's people that everybody know on the river, right? Like we have, there's one guy, Barry White. He's, he's in his late seventies. I want to say Okay. like he's been guiding upwards of like 40 years yeah so he like, like really knows the river yeah and was yeah. like he's written and he wrote a book like his like what is it my intimate secrets or oh, something wow. something yeah. like that or whatever and like covers it, it's amazing at the amount of like knowledge that he spews out it's just like yeah ama- you're like it's crazy like he can be my boss is the same like they can just kind of like like well i know that when the daisies bloom that means that in less than five days this bug's gonna start hatching, and you're like, "What? How do you know that?" Yeah, like it's like experience, seri- baby. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is there is there people through your shop that you you have guides through your shop? Or? Yeah, yeah. I would say like okay. we run. We have three three guides that we run. Um, yeah. two main main guides, and I mean, both of them I'd say are excellent teachers, and they do. They know a lot. They of know, shit. They know their shit. Yeah. 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 Like and can spew out information like for, crazy. Yeah, yeah, for 10 hours straight. Uh so if uh and where where when you ask a guy to like go for a trip or something like mm-hmm. that or like whether it's a day trip or a couple of days or something like that. Where yeah, what do you, what do you guys kind of offer at your shop? Do you guys go out places or do you go like It's like I, I think is it does the guy decide what you do or does the customer decide what you It's go, kind of it's where like, you go. It's a little bit of it's that perfect or, balance, right? A like a bit of give and take. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day the the customer's got the decision, so it's kind of you you try to tailor it to them. Okay. The best you can. It's like, can we do this? No, you can't. You can do this one. Okay. So, so like I'd say, I'd say like it's a like when you come into our shop, we just have guide pricing. We don't have a float trips this, walkings this, and it's just it's a one day thing. So it's if you want the whole day, you've got the whole day. If you want the half day, that's fine. You can have a half day. You're just yeah. paying the full day price yeah. because it's just what we got to do for the guides. Is there any uh, multi day multi day? Hundred percent. I okay. mean, it's it, we've we've we have people that have done five days back oh, okay. to back to back, right? They, they, it all depends on what you want to do. Is there any like fish, like going into any, any like backcountry fishing kind of thing? Does that, or is it usually like you go fishing for the day, you go you go home, you sleep at home, or I would say like pr- predominantly, like uh, I would okay. say most of it's done on the bow. So it's going to be okay. like you're going to have a pickup spot every day, and it's yeah. like okay, I'll drop you off at the end of the day. We'll get you the next day. It sounded, I'd say, that's how it is now, at least. Like, when my boss was guiding, he's been doing, he did it for, like, 30 years. He said, like, before it used to be, like, okay, you, you got your clients. Okay, we're going to Ranchman's. Yeah. We're going to have some beers. You're going to have a fun time. We'll do this We'll do this whole thing again tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, like, I think it can be fun. And, I mean, you can camp on the river, like, on the bow. Oh, that's cool. Any island's crown land essentially oh, cool so you, you just can just set up shop you anywhere. can set up shop on on any of those islands if you want and you can camp for the night oh shit i yeah. didn't know that yeah that's that's a really it's a really cool option yeah mm-hmm. makes for a fun night yeah 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 that's pretty fun yeah rick we gotta we gotta get you out onto an island somehow. i think that's a good idea we're not gonna make you like uh some sort of barge system to get Old you out there system. Yeah. yeah 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 um uh one of the things i was gonna ask as well too is okay so that's cool so like if so if someone wants to go on a hike or uh, not a hike but like a, a day trip or a multi-day trip you come um, come to us come to the shop. what's the name of the shop again iron bow fly shop okay and yeah. where, where can uh 
Whereabouts is the shop? We're up in Dalhousie Station. So okay. kind of right in the northwest there. Beautiful. Okay. Yeah. I, I live nearby there, kind of. Perfect. Um, okay, so come to you. Come to us. Yeah. Look us up on the internet. Yeah. Yeah, we'll help yeah. you out. We've cool. got a good website. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, one of the things I was going to ask is about, uh, so you mentioned that you and Rick and, and, and John went out to uh, for a fish trip. Yeah. Yep. And so one of the things, the, the tough thing was the spot, is mm-hmm. finding a good spot for Eric in terms of like accessibility. Um, in terms of like for, yeah, what is there out there or if is there stuff out there for like people in Eric's situation to fish? Or is it, it, it becomes kind of, or not, not really, that's, I would, you got to do it with multiple people kind of thing. I, I think there is stuff. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot more done in the States. Yeah. Like there's a lot of like fly fishing um, programs built around veterans. Mm. Like it's it's super big for uh, veterans to do like sure. a bunch of that stuff. And I've seen like there's this one electric chair they do and it's got like these huge pimped out tires and stuff that's designed to to get you to the oh, edge of the edge of the yeah. river Does edge it of have the lake those, like, kind of thing. tank track thingies uh this one didn't have tank tracks okay. but i'm sure you could yeah and then there's like there's one custom boat company that does um like boats for people like for they do like, like they do yeah they do a gate okay and then you can you can get in that way oh, like okay. i don't know if that chair would get in but if we did like a stand like just the a classic manual or yeah manual one i think it would it would be achievable cool yeah, cool. I think there's like, it's slowly getting to that. Like okay. I think right now there's like that big push for women to get in. Yeah, and I think, like I said, like the states are doing really good job. I think with the, with, like with yeah. people that are disabled to try and get them out fishing the best they can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We just have to catch on up here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> fair enough. I've seen um like videos of like I think well, a I've seen a lot of like paras fishing and mm-hmm. stuff just post it up in their chair it takes a lot of hand function obviously but i bet there is some sort of yeah we got to look into it contraption yeah. that we could yeah. 100%. jimmy rig up yeah that'd be fun for us to get out and yeah that would be fun. That would be fun yeah you can buy these things it's a reel and it's an automatic reel mm-hmm. so it's oh, got okay. like it's a normal reel so like you could wind it but it's got this like this button on the front oh, okay yeah yeah, yeah. it reels in the line for you yeah, that's what you could use. Yeah, that'd be and good even, too. Even mounts to the chest. That would be. So you sick. don't even have to hold that'd it. You can just. Ooh. Yeah, because and then when you pull back, you can just probably like just tilt the chair back. Yeah, tilt the chair back, or like, or yeah. even on this, yeah. like. Yeah. Yeah, you back got some up. nice horsepower behind. Yeah. Behind yeah. the pull. Yeah, there that you is go. True. Yeah, you can rip flat. <laughs> <laughs> Ends up on the bank behind you. Oh. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Okay. Nice. We'll MacGyver something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, cool. Uh, oh, uh, did you have anything? I was going to say, so So you meant, I, I wanted to kind of like go backwards a little bit here and how, how you got into, how you got into fishing and fly fishing specifically. Because you mentioned like when you were young, your grandpa took you out, but it wasn't, wasn't really a big part of your life until kind of high school. So what, what kind of. What was the main draw? Yeah. What, what drew you into it? And then what, what part about it mm-hmm. kept you in it? Honestly, it's just like, I think. So it would have been like 2013, 2012, 2013, somewhere around there. And I was doing a trip out to Vancouver for a wedding. But it was like one of those ones where like my family, you know, the family trip where it's like, okay, we're going to do a week and a half trip before just to lead up. We'll, we'll kill two birds with one stone. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So then I was like, I'd kind of heard about the salmon run, right? Because so like every year they run obviously, but then 
the way it goes for some reason, it's like every three to four years, there's this huge salmon run. Oh, so yeah, like, it's like cycled. Yeah. Yeah, for some reason. Yeah, nature and works in mysterious ways. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So I heard about that, and I was like, okay, I'm going to figure this out. And I just like, and then I just started like Googling, reading up on like wh- how to go about it. How do you do it? How to, how to catch them? And then I discovered fly fishing in like a video of like searching up salmon fishing or something. Yeah. And then, like, watched a video, and I was like, oh, my stepdad has a rod. I'm going to go try that. And then didn't catch anything, like, completely skunked for the whole thing. But I thought it was super cool. So then I just started, like, more YouTube and, honestly, Vimeo, too. Like, the amount of fishing stuff on there, I was mind-blown. And then it was just watching, watching, watching. And then I just was like, fuck it. I'm going to go ahead first. Do you remember your first, like, big catch? My first, I still remember, like, catching my first fish. Okay. And I was probably, I think, like, six or seven years old. Oh, wow. And I was with my grandpa out at our family cabin. And I don't know how exactly the day went, but I still remember, like, I remember catching the fish. I remember going back to our cabin, my grandpa teaching me how to fillet a fish, him screwing up extremely bad and, like, squirting all the blood on his face. Oh, no. And, like, that's still, my grandma (laughs) still has a photo of it. But it's like, that, yeah. I mean, I think... Any person you can talk to, yeah, like as as weird as it is, they'll be like, "No, I remember my first fish." Like I think even you guys would probably, yeah, yeah. yeah. I I'm I'm like ninety nine percent sure I do. I'm trying to think. Um, I remember because my family's done those like uh, Mexican day day fishing kind of excursions, and I, I think it was one of those ones. Um, I'm trying to think that my first fish though. I don't know. I ripped this the the the. The day with the grizzly bear I was telling you about, that's like the the first day where I was like, it's like the primal where it's like, yeah, yeah. I caught this myself. <laughs> yeah. Because the other times I, I had like kind of like help kind of thing. It was like either my dad or like someone we were with, like they were kind of probably doing most of it. But like that was the first time where I'm like, this was me. I caught that fish. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's a great feeling. Oh, man. yeah. It is. It's really, because it's like, you're kind of like, it's kind of an of, achievement. It's like, it's like nothing, 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 a lot mm-hmm. of things. Like, it's like, okay, you're reeling it in, yeah. you're fighting it, and then it's like, you get it, and then you release, and then it's like, that was awesome. And then yeah. Nothing, 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 nothing happens again. It's like, yeah. Fuck yeah. Um, I remember at LaRange, Saskatchewan, uh, I caught a sucker fish and a tiny rainbow trout. Off of, uh, it might, uh, I don't know if it was in a lake. Uh, so I don't know if it was that specific type of trout. But I caught two, one sucker, one nice looking fish mm-hmm. on the same day. And it was, uh, I was probably like 11 or 12. It was just off the dock. Um, but I remember it really well. And our uncle, we were like, we want to eat these fish. And he's like, the one might not taste very good. And my brother and I were like determined we tried it and it was it was not very good, but um, yeah, core memory right there. Fuck yeah, all those perfect ones. Yeah, yeah. Cool thing too is it's always like nine times out of ten it's with family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a special, yeah, yeah kind of like you said, core memory kind of. Ah, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Um. Well, I'm going to go to the washroom really quick, listeners. So. Yeah, listeners, um, pee break. Pee break? Yeah. dap a two white guys in a wheelchair. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen. We're back. We're feeling lighter. We're feeling 
Good to go. Right. Gianni, you're feeling all right? Feeling hydrated. Refueled. Yeah, refueled and ready. Um, uh, okay. So, well, as we were as we were debriefing, um, we just realized that both of you guys are, well, not, didn't just realize, but both of you guys are Italian. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, Italian stallions over here. The connection of the, <laughs> the nonos and so nonas. So, how does that work on, on your fam side? Your dad was Italian? Yeah. Is Ital- sorry? Ital- <laughs> yeah, my dad is Italian. Yeah. 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 Bo- born in Canada, though? Born in Canada, first okay. first generation Canadian. Yeah. And you're, where, what part of your Italy are your grandparents from? Do you know? My grandma's from Calabria. Cool. South, and then yeah. my nono's from, I can't remember exactly. I think it's like around like... <sighs> Top end of the heel. Oh, okay, yeah, but also south. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. No. Not sure. North. Yeah. North on the east coast. Sorry. Yeah. What's, he's what's super your, what's blonde. It, yeah. What's your last name? Sorry. Silvestri. Silvestri. Okay. Interesting. I'll, I gotta ask my Dito Manicus, but uh, Dito Minici is like how like the Italian pronunciation. But I'll wait. What, I, what I'm is curious. Dito Minici. Okay, because that's how my phone like pronounces it. Oh, really? Well, I'm always Does like call. Yeah, well, I'm, yeah. well, kind of, yeah, I'm like, call Rain D. Dominicus. And it goes, call him Rain D. Dominic, like, yeah, like, some kind of like a, like a chi rather than a kiss. Yeah, it's yeah, like. Because sometimes when I say kiss, like, a lot of people think I'm Greek. I was going to say. Oh, yeah, really? a lot of the Greeks will end in, like, an I-S yeah. or a U-S or something like that. And then the Italians, a lot of them, you're Savel, so, so, say it again, sorry. Silvestri. 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 Yeah, yeah, with a. Is it end in an I or yeah yeah T R I yeah well uh, 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 an Italian name will usually end in a a vowel almost always yeah yeah, yeah. my so that mine's a little that's bit weird because yes. it ends yeah. with an S um, um, but uh, yeah that's interesting I'm gonna ask my uh, my nonu and uh, nona if you so where do they know because like all, kind of they, they, everybody they, knows they, they, all the Italians they yeah. kind of know each other if yeah. your family knows anything about Italian gourmet foods yeah. Then they would know my family because that's where my whole family was. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Oh, they probably yeah. Back for in the sure, day. Because yeah. what do your folks do? Yeah. My my dad was a cook, or was a chef, and he had a re- used to have a restaurant. And then my mom was a fundraiser. Okay. Lifelong. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Oh yeah. And your yeah, folks. Yeah. Uh, they're uh, real estate and construction people. Yeah. And then, but my, my grandpa, he's a, he's a concrete, concrete guy, but, uh, all Italian culture is, it's, it's food is at have the you guys, center. Have you guys, yeah. been, 100%, 100%. Yeah. Have you guys been to Italy? Uh, I've been a couple of times. Uh, my, yeah. my grandparents, when we were, uh, young, they would take us out, uh, in the summertime, like, cause for, for me, my cousins, we go and my brothers, um, like we were like all born and like order pretty much like we go like 94 95 96 97 98 that's kind of cool then there's a gap and then there's a 04 and then there's a i think a 07 well you got a big family uh i you know i i used to think that and then my uh my girlfriend she has um <laughs> she has uh she's like uh I, I i don't think she she's not french canadian but um or she is a little bit i think she was um but like kind of like catholic like kind of like grew up in Quebec and she has like 30 cousins or like 30 just massive massive family so that's a good point and it's I've noticed like my brother-in-law's French Canadian and I was just talking with his mom on like the last weekend she had 18 siblings yeah man yeah birth well it's because really? it's because birth control yeah. wasn't was was frowned upon 
True. Yeah, it was birth control and then a lot of farms as well too. That's free, exactly free what I was labor. Say. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, and she was a farm family. Yeah. 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 So that's yeah. So I I was under the impression I had a big family until <laughs> until I, t- I said that to her and she's like, not really. Well, for I guess for Western Canadians. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, big family. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah, my, my, my grandparents, they took us out to, uh, when we were like, I think I was in grade six, my cousin was in grade seven. Uh, and then like the fall, the year before that, they took my older cousin, the 94 one. And then, um, Max? the year, yeah, Matt, well, Max and I know, and then Zach, yeah. they took him the year before. And then the year after that, they took, uh, um, my younger brother, Malcolm and, uh, my younger cousin, Eli. And then I think they've taken... They've gone with like the younger ones as well too, and then cool. we've been like usually it's like a family, like a like a couple times. Whereabouts yeah. in Italy? So my my grandparents yeah, are from um, uh, the provinces are Marche and uh, Abruzzo, which are they're kind of neighboring provinces. Solid pronunciation. There. Yeah. Yes. Cheers, man. I appreciate it. It's worked worked hard at it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, but they're. Um, it's kind of like central central Italy. So, okay. like, if you were to fly into Rome, you kind of like go. Um, you would drive e- uh, east. Yeah, you drive east to the Adriatic coast, kind of thing. Right. And um, yeah, that's that's those are kind of like where the provinces. I think Abruzzo yeah. is a bit more south than Marche. Um, and uh, yeah, really really cool place. It's cool because uh, my um, they they like they go back a lot, um, and they have like kind of lots of friends and friends in it kind of extended family in that that's, area that's cool. my yeah. my non-news uh my non-news brother uh he he actually so i don't know if i okay i'm gonna say this but hopefully italian community don't get too too <laughs> mad at me so like uh kind of like a, a a derogatory term sometimes for an italian person at one at one point i'm, I'm sure it still is is wop so yes. meaning yeah. without papers because mm-hmm. a lot of italians came um Actually, uh, maybe I'll, I'll I'll link this, and actually I'll, I'll send it to you. It was okay. kind of like through the Italian club. There was this interesting woman who came in, gave a talk about like the immigration of Italians to Canada, mm-hmm. and so a lot of people came with into um, both America and Canada without like proper paperwork when they were kind of immigrating because there was like lots of jobs here. Um, actually, during like after World War II, but also most of the Italian immigration which I learned from this talk happened before world war one, even it was in really? between wow. like 1850 to like the beginning of world war one. And then huh. that's when the majority of um, that immigration happened. It wasn't, it was, and then like for that my, is. for my grandpa or for my nonu, for example, and my nonna as well too, they didn't move until after world war two, which is a, um, which well, there still, there was lots, but it was like a little bit, it yeah. wasn't the, the main kind Big of like bold. immigration wave. Yeah. Um, Makes sense though. I mean, yeah. you look at like all the places, like the Italy areas of Canada. Yeah, they're all pretty old. Yeah, Bridgeland's old. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And, uh, and and then the big uh, Toronto has a big Italian community, yeah. and then I, I think I think Vancouver as well too. Vancouver's got a like, yeah, primo big. scene. Yeah, I, I always go there when I go to Vancouver. Yeah, best pizza. Uh, so awesome. back to without papers. Uh, my non. Uh, how I understand the story so far, so I could be getting some details right, is that my non-news brother came over and he had a fake passport. Okay. Went, went, and so, um, so he came and he started working on, I think for CP, like as a, as a laborer. And I think he was in Ontario or Toronto, somewhere, I think Toronto area. And, um, 
And then he like kind of like, I don't know how exactly it worked or sponsored or for my non-new to come. And then for some, he moved to, they were in Calgary. They moved to Calgary and then that's where he met. And then my nonna came at a different point. But yeah, if it wasn't for my uh, non-new's brother who um, didn't have this fake passport, like who knows, like maybe not would have been born. So wild. Um, Crazy. Oh, and then uh, that, that brother actually lives in, um, uh, the town is called Teramo. Uh, he moved, ended up moving back to Italy back. and he like still has, he's like, he's, he's pretty old, but he has like a farm. His wife's still alive and, that's super and they, that's they, super they, cool. they, they, they have a little farm that we kind of go to, we've been to. Go what, to. Uh, what kind of a farm? Um, I don't know if they farm anything specific, but they have like cows yeah. and, uh, pigs and. There's, there's fig trees. Like, well, I've, I've, I remember yeah. fondly going and climbing a fig tree and getting a fresh fig. That's cool. Yeah. I remember being shocked at, like, you come from Alberta, you hear about farms. And, like, you think of, like, these huge... Big wheat ex- yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Big canola com- field. Yeah, combines yeah. rolling by, cows mooing. It is not like that. I remember, because my grandparents, my grandma, her sister who just passed away, they kept the original family farm, like, from my grandma's parents. Yeah. And it was... I think of the farm, and then all I saw was like they had like a tiny section of olive, olive trees, some goats, like a couple pigs, yeah. and it was like, yeah, this is what we slaughter. Right? Yeah. Slaughter it every year. We make cheese from the goats. Yeah, it was more like su- it's not necessarily subsistence, but it's like, um, it, like it's like you you you, it's kind of like you take what the farm to feed the family kind of thing, and yeah. then it's like you have extra where you you could. Like, you could do that, but you could also, like, be working somewhere else kind of yeah. thing. Kind of depended on the family. But it wasn't, like, wasn't a massive scale. It was, like, a fa- like the family's job was to, it was, like, the family and then uh, kind of is taking care of the, takes care of that piece of land. But it's kind of old school. Yeah, like it's, very old school. Yeah. yeah. It is kind of, it's cool. Like, you go, like, when we went to the small town, like, it was, like, population mm-hmm. a thousand. And, like, we came and it was, like, who are these people? Like, who are the English people coming? Yeah. And, like, I remember, like, like even the weird things, like, you know, you go and, like, we're playing foosball, and, like, everybody's drinking wine. I'm, like, 14 years old. I get a glass of wine. I'm, like, what? It's like, no, 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 have it. This is what we do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's part of the culture. Yeah, yeah cool. it is fun. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, r- yeah, I thought it's it's cool. It's cool. Yeah. I, th- I think it's cool. It's an awesome heritage to uh, to have. Yeah, you get mm-hmm. fucking awesome food as well, too. Always. Yeah. Always, yeah, yeah, like very centered, like yeah. I remember we uh, very I've centered only, around food. I I've been once to Italy, and um, it's for my uncle's wedding. This was back in. It was whatever year Michael Jackson died. Oh, oh yeah, because I remember that was like a big, big thing when we were. I there. was about to say R.I.P., but uh, I think that guy deserves to be in hell. I don't think he. <laughs> yeah, the RIP lands different now. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Not rip. It's, um, yeah. But yeah, that yeah. So, but I remember the food was just insane, and it's like it doesn't it doesn't feel like if you eat a pizza in Italy, I don't feel like how I do if I eat a pizza here. Oh yeah, it's it's way different, and like it's 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 like the 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 flour is it's way better for you over there. Yeah, least, I've, heard that, I've heard that. I've been, heard that been. I've heard that been said. I don't. I don't know. I if don't that's know. Necessarily true, but I, like, it, it, I don't know. It probably is different. I've heard sure. the same thing. Like that's like the uh, the pizza place here, Double Zero Pizza. Yeah, that's like 
their whole name is around like double zero flower is like Italian oh, flower. Okay, but like a brand, yeah. My dad spoke about it because he said like, no, it has to be that type of flour in the pizza dough because it's like, I think it's like, Maybe refined. It's less refined, I think. Oh yeah, because it's like direct from Italy, so that's not. It doesn't have the government of Canada saying no. You can't put that. You can't do that. Can't do this. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of. It's interesting. Yeah, we we had a farmer on. We talked. We talked about. Yeah, we did food. Food politics is a, okay. a little bit. Yeah. So there's like there's and yeah, as an Italian, you you, you feel that because yeah. it's like, yeah, it's like that's a fucking important part of your <laughs> of what's going on 100%. in your day to day. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Um. Uh. My my cousin Max. He's kind of a. a Def, into pizza and yeah. kind of a baker as well too so cool. he'd be a good guy to kind of talk talk about he w- he would know that that'd yeah. be cool yeah, yeah. like it, it's just so it's a weird world like my dad yeah. my dad was asking we were talking about pizza last week and like i was explaining that i'd gone to this place he's like oh have you tried this place i was like no i haven't he's like oh he's got my recipe and like oh. the recipe thing is such an interesting thing of yeah. italians too like yeah. I'm sure your parents have the same, or like your grandparents have the same thing. It's like, no, no, this is this is how it is. This has been the same way, and it's not changing. Yeah, yeah. it's like, oh, oh you yeah. like this? I taught her how to do that. Yeah, she makes mine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, cool. so I, I, um, I'm, I'm probably I'm not doing it just now because within my family, I'm probably like the whitest guy in the family. <laughs> and it's like if you like, you like in terms of like that part of the culture, especially the food part. Um, like I have a little, I have an appreciation for it, but it's like my all my. My brothers, my cousins, like everyone, like they're, they got that more than, right. than I've kind of picked up. It's like that, that they're like, I am like an awful cook compared to <laughs> literally everyone in my family. Like, uh, like it's just, yeah, I kind of, I, I didn't really get that, that, that gene. I love the food though. I appreciate the food. It's just like when it comes to like <laughs> yeah. cooking, I'm just like, oh, I don't I don't like this part. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, fuck, oh man, it's so good. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, love Italian food. Retweet, man. Retweet. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Can't beat it. Yeah. What's your favorite? Uh, is, are your grandparents still alive? They're like, your nona is. Your nona is? Yeah. 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 What, uh, what do you like that? Does she make food still or is she? Oh, she always, like I've, yeah. that's my birthday dinner for like, it's been my birthday dinner for the past like 15 years is always the same thing. I go to Nona's. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What, what does she make for you usually? Or you, what do you like that she makes for you? Okay, like usually it's the same every year. Okay. She wh- does like a, a spare rib and marinara. Oh, beautiful. It's amazing. She that like sounds really slow good. cooks the ribs for like a couple hours in the oven, slaps them into the marinara sauce, and then cooks them for like another two hours with like carrots and celery and like like full carrots. And then she throws in like rigatoni afterwards, and then you just have like spare ribs and the tomato sauce with the rigatoni. It's amazing. Oh, I haven't, I haven't eaten. I haven't. Yeah, yeah. I haven't eaten today, and I'm just like <laughs> picturing that. Like, yeah, yeah. That is, is heaven right there. There's man. like, but I mean, it's like a classic Nona situation, right? Like she doesn't have a shitty dish. Yeah, yeah. Or yeah like yeah, even yeah. the dish where like you're apprehensive about yeah, it. It's, it's like, like you haven't. Like, it's still oh, good. That's good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> literally. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. She's always and like, I always th- found it funny because like same thing. Like my grandparents had like very standard immigrant jobs i would say like my grandpa was a janitor at ufc and my grandma was a lifelong employee at martinizing as like a laundry lady okay but like the weekends was cooking everything was cooking cooking and family and friends yeah Yeah. and like if my grandma was home early like it's just this like funny thing of like having my dad explains it the best because he's like like growing up being italian but living in canada and like going to school he's like i'd have all these weird meals and like people constantly like you eating like 
that's such a weird thing. So he said, like, my grandma had, like, this shift of, like, she'd start watching the Food Network. And then, like, you know, like, she'd make spring rolls or she'd make, like, something else. But it was never, like, oh, these are spring rolls. They're not, like, normal spring rolls. She's like, you like the secret? I'm like, what's the secret? No, no. Parmigiano. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. A little red wine in there. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't like the recipe. I had to make it better. Yeah. 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 Oh, man. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so, uh, yeah, I appreciate it. But I'm like, I'm so not the, we need like a, I gotta like have like a, our cousin on, like a food correspondent, yeah. Italian correspondent. Be, Cause, yeah. 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 Come and talk about food. You can I, talk about food I love, for hours too with yeah. like the italy stuff like it's like yeah. it's so funny because like you know like that's why i'm saying like with like if i had like someone like that on like they could talk for literally like they, it could be the whole podcast man it's oh, like yeah. yeah and then i'd I, w- yeah. I would just it'd be f- like it's just oh yeah i want to see these people talk yeah. about it because it's like it's fascinating it's like you could talk about forever mm-hmm. and for me it's like oh yeah but it's like i can't really it'd be so cool. really put it yeah i was ahead. like talking about dishes like with my grandparents Cause like my grandma or my no- like Nono or Nona, they'd be like, well, like this one, like my grandpa would give you the whole history of like this is a peasant's meal, like it used to be a yeah, peasant's meal. That like, is exactly what my that's like the grand yeah, polenta. Polenta yeah. was a big exactly is, yeah. yes yeah 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 because yeah. it's just cornmeal man yeah. pretty much. It's like oh yeah, this is all we could afford yeah. yeah. It's just like the cool heritage like and you hear like no, this is all we could have. So this is what you're having because yeah. we knew how to cook it so good. Yeah. And then it's absolute fire. Yeah <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah. You, you you would get the same thing at a restaurant. And it's like fifty bucks. Yeah it's, <laughs> like, like, it's, it's not like, the same. Oh man, oh. this is amazing. Yeah, it, yeah. Like I, I don't know about you, but I can't like. Going to an Italian restaurant now, I have a very high benchmark of what I get. Oh, yeah. And it's like, if I'm ordering food at an Italian restaurant, it's food that I know my nona doesn't make because then it's like, yeah. then it's an even even playing ground. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah I, um, yeah, I don't, I don't want to say anything too, too, pl- too, uh, <laughs> too contentious here on on <laughs> italian food yeah. but yeah i also yeah the, if i'm searching for italian food it's like i'm not going to a restaurant yeah <laughs> and i'm going to i'm yeah. going for my for like one of my do you guys my have like a favorite italian dish uh to like order no just to like have made by family or you know restaurant Putting you guys on the spot here. There's a lot. There's a lot. I, I like I like pasta, man. I like pasta's consistent. Yeah, I think lasagna is really good, but I find lasagna can also be super screwed up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lasagna is like um, you really gotta it's like you gotta trust your lasagna. Whoever's making the lasagna, mm-hmm. or if you're making it yourself, you gotta. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like one of those easy things to fumble. Mm-hmm. I think honestly, if I'm going out, it's it's a veal veal cutlet mm, or yeah. eggplant parm. Like one of those two that like, one of those things that I don't get a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I yeah. mean, there's so many. Good, like, what about you, Rick? There's got it. Like everybody's got something Italian that they. Um, like. I love spaghetti. Yeah, me too. I love spaghetti. Meatballs. Yep. Yeah. That would probably be my go-to, or you know, a nice pizza. Yeah, my nonu makes a fire like zucchini, like, uh, um, like zu- zucchini, and I think there's like some anchovy sauce in it. And that, it, but it's like also like a meat sauce that you can put meat in it as well too. Oh, wow! And like any pasta you put it on, it's fire. It's so good, yeah. And it's like you know, like the feeling when you get like a, like, like a melt in your mouth feeling. Yeah. Like you like as soon as it hits the mouth, it's yeah. like, it's like everything. 
like everything washes away. <laughs> it's a, like you're just in that moment. It's a flavorgasm. <laughs> yeah. 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 And it's like, oh my God. And then it's like you're left with the feeling of just like warmth. Yeah. <laughs> like, I feel safe and yeah. everything's going to be okay. <laughs> yeah. That's the, there, that's the quintessential sign that you've had good. Good Italian yeah. food at a restaurant. Yeah, that is the that's the that's the that's the dragon you're chasing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. What's it? Yeah, what, and then what's the Norwegian go to? Oh wow, um, waffles. Waffles are up there. They're big. They're big on like like the pastry side of things, but like a lot of open face sandwiches too, and like a lot of fish, potatoes. Yeah, like yeah. It, I don't know. Um, like, I haven't been to Norway in so long. Um, and I don't really, like... Um, Is there any Norwegian restaurants? <laughs> I gotta ask that. Uh, in Calgary? I, not that I know of. Yeah. If I'm being honest. There's a... There's like, a my mom... A business opportunity. My mom, she has her her Norwegian waffle company, Toro's Table. Yeah. And Shout out. I always thought that she should have, like, opened up, like, I don't know, a storefront or something. Yeah. Because I think that just would have been really cool, like, if you had, like... Or, like, a breakfast place. Yeah, like a breakfast. Yeah. That'd be good. Like, like a little waffle, you know, she does crepes, too. Um, but mainly the Norwegian waffles, they're heart-shaped, and they come in, like, like old... They're fucking delicious. They're really good. And they're, like, specific... Like they're done a specific way. Yeah, yeah. You have the, like a specific waffle iron um, that literally shapes them as like little hearts. Oh wow! And then you fold them over. You kind of put on you know whatever toppings you yeah. want. What 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 is the it's the Brunest. Brunest. Okay. I, I butchered that, the pronunciation. And on that's that one. and that's like brown cheese. It's like brown cheese, but, but it's it's it it it's like it's hard to describe. But it's, it's not really like cheese. Yeah, it's like more, it's more. I was gonna yeah, say it's, like it's more taste. peanut butter than cheese. Okay, like it, it it's weird, but it's so good. And if you have like strawberry jam, and and brunest, um, yeah, it's like a fire intersection of savory and sweet. That is my go-to combo yeah. for a Norwegian waffle. Yeah, yeah. It, it's a it's a feeling of warmth and safety. Yep. Is is Again. most definitely. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah. What? Yeah, the, the yeah. I think I think a Norwegian breakfast place would do really well. Um, but I was gonna. I don't. I don't know what what do Norwegians eat for dinner? Like, what's a Norwegian meal? like? Because um, I know, like, like if you did when like you get up north, like into the Arctic, like it's more about survival. Yeah, than it's culinary it's resourcefulness. It's, it's, yeah, I'm 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 gonna be grilled for at home for not knowing a ton about this, but um, it's a lot of like, it's a bit heavier, like. A lot of like, um, like the potatoes, yeah, and the fish. That's like a big staple. Yeah, um, they'd like do a nice like. Uh, I don't really cook fish that often. Yeah, but they they do a really good job. Is it more fried or like a lot of it's from? It probably I I don't know because my what I'm thinking is like, I've been to Iceland. Yep, and I I don't and that's my and there's like it's like a lot of like fermented stuff. Yeah, uh, and um, I'm just I don't know how if they're correlated the similar, the Norwegians and the Iceland Icelandic um, kind of called. Not a hundred percent sure. Okay, but um, yeah, my mom's gonna be really mad at me <laughs> when she hears this. Um, but yeah, it's 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 so good. Like my favorite type of 
Maybe but we should say, okay, for the fan, for the the listeners out yeah. there, please let us know down in the comments, or yeah, reach out and let us know a about Norwegian food. Uh, yes. B, if you're Italian, what's your nonna? What's your favorite meal that your nonu and not or nonna yep. makes for you? Um, I think those are those are the two points where we're struggling, right? And like yeah. Norwegian food, is there a restaurant? Oh yeah, is there yeah. is there a Norwegian there, restaurant? Yeah, I will be there the second if there is one. I will go the the second after I read that comment. I'll go and find that place because I'll tell you I'll this: if there's out. if there's a German restaurant in Canada or in Calgary, pardon me, there's got to be like if you can eat Indian and you can like yeah. there's got to be one of them here. Yeah, I feel like yeah, there's a German restaurant by. Where I live, it's oh man, I don't, I can't remember the name. There's w- there's one I can think of even in like what's it, Bread Creek. Oh yeah, uh, the ba- Bavarian Inn. Yes. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I've been there a couple times. Yeah, yeah, yeah they do mean uh, Wiener Schnitzel. Yeah, I like that Wiener Schnitzel. I love. Wiener yeah, little bread. It's like kind of like a breaded cutlet. My nonna makes fire breaded cutlets. Yeah. Yes, that's. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's uh, so. I, like I, I if I go out and there's like a breaded cutlet or like a Wiener Schnitzel kind of thing, I get that because it reminds me of like childhood at my nonna's place kind of thing. Where it's I like, like yeah, it's like oh yeah, this is it's yeah safety meal. Yeah, <laughs> chasing the dragon, man, warm yeah. and warm and safe. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. But uh, oh, there's so much. There's just so much good food out there, and so many different like, um. It's all. Yeah. How would I say this? Like different nationalities that they come from. Yeah, not not. There's not no. one that's. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you, some people feel strongly about this, but yeah, yeah, it's like it's it's not necessarily like one is better than the other. It's just like they're both good. They're just different. Yeah. Yeah. It's like having a favorite song. Yeah. Yeah. If you guys could list like a top five, like, like foods from, you know, countries, what would they be? Obviously, you guys would be number one one Italian. I would imagine. Don't, don't speak for me. Fair enough. Uh, British food, man. Number one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fish and chips and a pint. Classic. Okay, that's a good answer. No. <laughs> yeah, I know. I take some uh, some mushy peas. Oh, God. Yum. <laughs> oh. Yeah, sorry all the British people out there who love their culinary, yeah. uh, whatever you call it. Well, they have curry, though. Yeah, but there's a lot. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you want to go that way. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love yeah British food for the curry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Wait, top five. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, I can go with yeah, my top five. Yeah, you go first. first. You go first. Okay. Um, okay, my first one would be like, I'm going to go ahead and say like, I like my Canadian food. Like, it sounds weird, but like. like poutine? Well, not was Canadian. I'm thinking more like a steak. Oh, okay. Like potatoes, Mm. fire, yeah, Yeah. and like some veggies on the side, or like a little salad. That would be awesome. That's number one for me. Number two would be like Italian has to be number two for me, just because you know so good. Love pasta and pizza, versatile. Yep, and then like Chinese is up there, Mexican, and then like. I don't know. That might be my top four. I'd have to think on number five. Maybe like sushi's also fire. Sushi, you can't go wrong with sushi. Yeah, I'd exactly. say sushi's up there for me. Yeah. I think it's like for me, it'd be definitely Italian food. Um, Mexican. 
Okay, Mexican might be number five for me then. That would be my answer. Tacos alone. Tacos are so good. Yeah, and like there's such a variety of Mexican food, specifically tacos. Tacos, yeah. 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 And then like, so that's two. Then we got, yeah, sushi's. Mm -hmm. Sushi's going to be number four. I think I'd put sushi number four. Donairs. Oh, donairs are fire. Yeah. Yeah. And like going one extra mile, a Halifax donair. Like the East Coast donair. Compared to like it's, a Middle hit, Eastern Donair, yeah, it's something about like the simplicity. It's just like Donair meat, do- sweet sauce, mm-hmm. and tomatoes. That's it. But like the sauce that they do is just unparalleled to here. Nice. Okay. So what do you have? Like a is it just wherever in Halifax, or is there like a there's, specific place that you go to? There's one that my cousins took me to, and I I can't remember the name for the life of me. But like they've been around. As long as, like, they were there for Terry Fox running across. Oh, damn. Okay, Halifax people, you help us out down in the comments. It starts with a J, I think. Okay. Anyways, yeah. unbelievable. Donair. And then they have garlic fr- or garlic fingers. Oh, wow. Unbeatable. With honey oh. in their sweet sauce. It's yeah. so good. Yeah. Beautiful. And then, yeah, sushi's down there. Number yeah. five. Oh, nice. I um, There's a good Donair place by my place. Uh, Schwar- Shwarma Palace. Oh, Can't yeah. be Shawarma Palace. Yeah, it's classic. Or Jimmy's. Jimmy's. Yeah. I don't think I've been to Jimmy's. Oh, Jimmy's you gotta go to good. Jimmy's. Jimmy's. I feel like is a Canadian or a Calgarian like Northwest staple. Like okay. you can talk to people that are like, like forty year olds and be like, "No, I love Jimmy's." Yeah, like yeah. people and like everybody has a Jimmy story. Oh wow! Okay, That's awesome. All right, we gotta we gotta find Jimmy. I've Bring had Jimmy's. I uh, <laughs> gotta find the the yeah. Jimmy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you, if you're out there, if you're out there, yeah. Jimmy. <laughs> Hit us up. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, but yeah, it's, uh, it's cool. If you guys could go anywhere to travel, like now I'm thinking about, you know, you guys got, um, you've been to Italy a few times. Have you've, you've been. Yeah. Yeah. I've been a Have couple times. Have you been a couple times? Yeah. Yeah. If you guys could go anywhere right now, where would it be? Right here, man. With you guys. That's, that's, <laughs> that's a perfect answer. Um, Honestly, I'm really hungry. So maybe some like. Non Nesca cooking. It sounds yeah, good. Fair right enough. Now. Just go over to. Yeah, I can't really think about that. What? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's. Um, I don't really have anywhere too glaring um, out on me on the bucket list too much right now. Yeah, fair. There's th- like there's lots of places. Not to say that I'm like, but it's like I'm 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 happy where. Yeah. Where yeah. I'm at right now. I think I'd rather do like. For me, it's not like a destination. Like it's who you're. It's who you're with. That's who you're for with. me. That's yeah. what. Yeah, it's who you're and with. And food. I don't know. Like food's yeah. become like like going back to like traveling with family and stuff. Like I think about traveling with my family at like going to Italy when I was fourteen. I'm like yep. the things that I'm interested in now. I think I would have had so much more fun in Italy. Being I like, completely agree. I was pissed for a part of. The, sorry to interrupt, but when I went, I was like maybe 11 or 12. Yeah. So like you don't really get to do what you you know when you, what you can when you're an adult. No. So yeah, no. Continue though. That j- honestly it's just that like I think about all these things like like my top trips now would probably be like trips I've done with my family. I just want to do it my way. Yeah. Like Yeah. Like I look at like New York, I'd have so much fun in New York and I wouldn't even look Ooh. at like monuments. It would be like yeah. okay, we're going for pizza here. I'm going to eat this here. Yeah. Like I'd rather plan, like, I think it'd be so fun to plan a whole trip around meals. Yeah. It'd yeah. be expensive as hell, but it'd be so fun. Oh, yeah. And in New York, too? It'd be so sweet. Where does uh, Salt Bay have his restaurant? Does he have one in New York? Who? 
Salt Bay. Who's that? I don't know who that, that is. That Argentinian is he? Yeah. yeah. I don't Argentinian? know if he's from, I don't know if that's where he's from. That's, that's, the, meme, that's the meme guy though. That's he's, the meme guy. Okay. Yeah, and then he yeah. got all the heat for, yeah. at the World Cup because he touched the touched the trophy. Yeah. Oh, and, and he, he was not like supposed to do that. Grabbing it from players. Yeah. <laughs> and he, and <laughs> then know. like Messi was like getting swarmed. Yeah. And like was leaving the pitch. That's right. Salt guy is bigger than Messi. Salt comes up and then he grabs him by the shoulder. And like pulls him around, and Messi was about to be like, like, what are you doing? English. Yeah, but he was probably thinking like, what the fuck? Yeah, and then he like was forced to take a picture with him, pretty much. <laughs> That's pretty wild. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, no. But anyways, I was wondering if he had a restaurant. I I feel like I mean somebody at that that amount of fame from social media. I feel like he would. Yeah. Yeah. I feel bad that. Kind of hate myself for saying like I feel like he's social media famous, so he should have a restaurant. But yeah, yeah. he was. Uh, <laughs> if I was social, social media, media famous, <laughs> I'd have a restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> he was the villain of social media for a little bit there after the World Cup. That is yeah, true. It's just like twenty twenty twelve, man. All publicity is good publicity. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, oh fuck. Sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. Yeah, I was just. Uh, but New York would be a really cool spot to go to. Mm-hmm. I have um, a buddy of mine is playing hockey down there. And uh, another a family friend lives like he's from New York. Cool. And uh, he wants he wants to get us out there so bad, and I really want to take him up on take him up on the offer. But you know, um, I think it's just a matter of you know logistics and finding out when, when that could work. But yeah, New York would be super cool. Yeah. When when you're going on a trip, yep. How much more planning do you have to do? A lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mainly, it's. Uh, there's like, I'd say, I'd say there's two or three big factors, like where I'm going to stay. Like, is it accessible? Can I like, like stay there overnight and stuff right. Two, like, who's going to be helping me out on the trip? Like, who am I going to bring like for help, like a helper? Yeah. And then three would just be like, where, where are we going? Cause a ton of places, like, like if I wanted to go to Europe, like it would not be in, fun. It, well, it just, it would just be worse. super hard. Yeah. Cause yeah. like a, that it's like a minimum eight hour flight. Um, how are flights for you? Yeah. How does, how does that work? Flights suck. So basically, um, okay. So I went to Victoria last April. Um, and basically what went behind getting on the plane there is you have to sign your chair over, um, and kind of like detail, like what type of battery is on the chair, what type of chair it is. Like they give you a whole form, like, uh, Alberta government or Canadian government for flying for your wheelchair specifically. And then you got to do that. And then you got to like getting on the plane. They put this like underneath, right. And then they have this tiny little aisle chair that you have to sit in before you get on the plane. And then it like pushes you through all the, all the, you know, the chairs, but you, like you, you guys know when you're on a plane, the aisle is like pretty, it's super tight. narrow, it's tight. That's a so skinny chair. It's a very tiny chair, and I'm not a very tiny person, so it, it's just a ton of. Um, how do you, how do you get from the chair to the the, the like, like your seat? seat. They yeah. throw you in there. Okay. They get two of the guys that like usually do luggage. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and they like, they like. Like yeah. there's, I know that like techniques pretty well to like how to, how to lift me and stuff, but then they just lift me over. Okay. Yeah. Situated. And then same thing when I get off. Yeah. 
I'm usually the first one on, last one off. Okay. But uh, it could be it can be a lot. There's a lot of logistics, a lot of planning. Um, but you know, I like traveling. I I don't do it all the time. I'd rather drive most places. If I'm being honest, just because flying is a it's expensive, and b it's just such a hassle. Yeah, it's it's not a. F- it seems like it's not a super f- fun. It's not. It's oh. not a fun experience. No, <laughs> it doesn't yeah. sound like. No, I'd rather yeah. do a road trip. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 So like, even if it like takes like a day or two. Or or three, it's 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 almost better to. Oh, it kind of it kind of depends. Depends on how far. Yeah, it depends how far and then how long you're staying, kind of thing. Exactly. Yeah. Fair. Like, would you rather do your Victoria trip driving? That's a good question. No. Well, it's kind of right on that line. It's right on the line because, like, I'd rather drive to Saskatoon because that's like it's close, John. I don't have to you know deal with the bullshit of. But if it's like a twelve hour. 14 hour drive like maybe fine but you know tough it out for you know the two hours or yeah of like travel time i know that's not to our flight to victoria but like you know you guys know what i mean yeah yeah i know what Um, you're saying so yeah it it just depends it it totally depends but i'd like to go to a lot of places like i really want to go to new york and visit the friends and you know friends we got down there and um and, you know, I want to go back to Mexico, you know, California, hopefully Hawaii one day. It's it's getting out of North America that is tough. And that I don't know if I'm going to do anytime soon, but yeah. down the line for sure. Yeah. I, I well, on another podcast, we were saying we're, we're sending Rick to the Ukraine to figure that shit out. We're going to put some, like, machine guns on his chair and stuff. He's peacekeeper. Gonna, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, There's yeah, yeah. A, yeah. Full peacekeeper. Yeah. 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 What's Oh, what's the... There's some like superhero name that's uh, Punisher. Yeah, it is, it's like the Punisher, but it's like, yeah, we gotta th- we gotta think of a name or something like that. That's Tank like, Man. That's catchy. Tank, Tank Man. <laughs> you gotta have a mask. Yeah, mask and a helmet. I could be a very intimidating um, super villain if I wanted to be. That'd be good. You know, you, actually, you should just we should. Uh, w- you don't have to go to. Well, we'll we'll send you to Ukraine, but you know, to build up your like your your crime fighting and peacekeeping abilities. We should just like turn you into like the um, you could be like Batman, but for turn Calgary, Calgary into our own Gotham. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then our superhero is you. Mm-hmm. I yeah. protect the streets, of Calgary. Fuck yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you get have sweet? You, yeah. It'd be like I don't, I don't know. I I heard this stand up bit about this guy called uh, the White Knight who protects Cleveland. It's like a stand-up bit. Okay. And, uh, but I was just thinking, like, I wonder what kind of vigilanteism there actually is out there in the world. Oh, yeah. I'm sure in, like, less police, like, um, I'm sure, I'm sure it happens in, uh, I don't know, like, places where there's, like, not effective police forces or something like that. I'm sure it happens lots. Yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of coming out from the perspective of like how many Marvel movies are coming out and stuff. Someone's oh, got to yeah. be inspired. Just be like, I can do that. I could do that. <laughs> That's a good point. Like, I wonder how many people watch these movies. Yeah. And they're like, I, you know what? I Probably could, more than you think. I could do that. <laughs> I could do that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. That doesn't seem too hard. <laughs> yeah. And all it takes is a Marvel guy on this, on the team to be like, I've seen this before. Yeah. This is where, this is exactly how it's going. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, 
shit. Uh, oh, I, okay. I wanted to circle back and um, yeah. I wanted to answer some questions uh, for my, my top five foods. Oh, yes. yes. One, for me, it um, I feel like it's so mood dependent and kind of like on, uh, I don't think I can like give like, oh, yeah, this all the time, but... Um, like it kind of they they bounce around quite a bit depending on yeah. like oh I'm really fiended for this right now but yeah. I think I I love uh Chinese Chinese food sushi like slash Japanese food I yeah. also really like I any like Asian country food I it's, fuck with I love yeah, ri- me I lo- too. for me it's rice kind of like rice is the staple backbone kind of thing I mm-hmm. fucking love rice so if you can like make a meal around rice I'm yeah. I'm all for it I'm I'm there uh, love Italian food. Mm-hmm. Um, love, um, I, like you said, kind of like, um, steak potatoes, Western Canadian, Western Canadian, but also like, you know, the classic, like chicken breast and yeah. that's yeah. like that, that's really the staple, right? Cause that's yeah. like kind of like healthy for you kind of thing. Yeah. So, um, it's also like local. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Um, so what would that be? Three. Yeah. And then, um. Oh, like I love vermicelli, like yeah. Vietnamese food as well too. It's really good. Here's a qu- that's here's awesome. A, here's a question: Pho or pho? Oh. How do you say it? The I I think I say pho now, but like for most of my life, it, it was pho. Oh, yeah. yeah. I've I love. What's I love. The, what's, what's what's <laughs> I think it's pho. I think it's pho. Yeah. I think that's the correct way, but uh, yeah, I don't I'm really, really know. It's pho. Yeah. yeah. Like friend or foe, yeah, foe or foe. <laughs> I guess uh, I'm wrong. I fucking I love oh I love the soup. Yeah, like the foe, like the pho soup, the broth. Oh yes. man. When uh, I I was in Vietnam in 2013, and it was really freaking good food, like really, really, really good. Yeah, I I'm trying to think of like my favorite one um, here in terms of like the broth, like the mm. um that that's that's like more of. I fucking love the that. Golden Bell. I don't think I've been there. It's really good. It is good, yeah. Where's that? I think there's one in 17th Ave. I don't, yeah, I don't even uh, big up to skip for that one. Yeah. I, I wouldn't have found it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Skip to Shout out Skip to Dish sponsor yeah. us. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I uh, want to take this in a different direction. Yeah, go for it. If that's all right. Your Florida Panthers. Yes. How uh, how are you feeling about them? How am I feel? I'm pretty stoked. I mean, we just we just wiped the the floor with the jackets last night that got us back in a wild card. That's huge. So I'm I'm very much in favor of Florida getting in because I'd love to see a playoff series between Brad Marchand and Matthew Kachuk. That would be nuts. That would be super nuts. I, I would just like to see the Cats make the make the playoffs again. Mm-hmm. Because they did they play Tampa in the first round last year? Yes. Yeah, that wouldn't be the case this year though, because Toronto and Tampa. I I don't know, and I think after last year, like I don't know, I've watched the Panthers play the Lightning this year. They played better this year than they did last year. So Tampa's not the same. Like they're still good. Where where is uh, the Florida Panthers based? What what city? That's a good question. I think they're outside of Miami. I want to say it's in like Fort Lauderdale or something. Like it's in it's in like a suburb of Miami. Okay, like some weird ass place. Okay, I don't think they get a lot of people to their. Yeah, I was just thinking games. that because I I was just thinking about the my my cousin went to um Mullet Arena, like he was down in Phoenix to yeah. watch the the that the would be a those cool look fun. Game. He said it was electric. I bet. Yeah. 
Well, and he was watching a like... Flames game. It was it was Flames okay, Coyotes. That, okay, that's That'd cool. be cool. Yeah. Um, uh, Eli, Eli Eli went to that Eli, with, his, okay. with his girlfriend, and uh, um, but I, I was thinking about like because one of the jokes about like the Coyotes for a long time was like no like no one there knows knows who they are. Right? Yeah. Um, but I was thinking about like Florida is probably more so. And then Shame I was thinking, thing. but then I was thinking yeah. also is like, wait, doesn't Florida have two hockey teams? It's insane though. Like I remember, and I was thinking, I'm like, whoa, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. it's the weird. I always find that interesting about hockey. Like it's the same with like the Dallas Stars. Yeah, like now they want one in Houston. Yeah, and you're like, who plays hockey down there? I thought it's football in Texas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. Yeah, some of the guys though in the league they like playing in a lot of those. Oh, I could markets. imagine. Like Obviously, in terms of lifestyle, it's probably great. Like oh, yeah, true. yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like a, it's super nice weather. Yeah, uh, tax breaks are huge. True. And then also like you're not as like let's say you play here in Calgary, you're getting stopped at a grocery store, you're getting stopped at the gas station, you're getting stopped on a walk. Yeah. You, you basically you're you're getting you're gonna get recognized if you go outside. But if you're in Florida or you're in like Dallas, yeah. like if you're Tyler saying just one of the crowd, True. no one's yeah. really gonna know who you are. Yeah, compared compared to like the Dallas Cowboys. True. Yeah, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. That's a super good point. Yeah, yeah. I never really thought of that even. Yeah, sorry, I I, I kind of cut in there. No, so no, you guys, no worries, you guys. I don't. Um, but you, I, uh, yeah, I'm I'm just thinking I'm just thinking about sports right now because playoffs are coming up. Playoffs are. And I really hope Calgary gets in. Are you a big right. hockey guy, right? Oh, I, so you know, like the I was talking about, like the like talking about food and understanding yeah. food. How I didn't get that gene. I didn't really get the sport, like talking about sports <laughs> gene as well. Too. Like I, I appreciate it. I like it. Yeah. yeah. Like I like following the Flames uh, here and then, but like, like I didn't get that gene. Like you got to talk. Like my my two my my dad and my two other brothers. They'll like the same thing. They'll fill up a. a a 12 hour podcast on just talking sports. They won't deviate. I've seen Me, it's brother, like, yeah, I can talk to you for yeah. 10, 15 minutes, maybe right. <laughs> it starts to like, I, yeah, man, I don't really know what you're talking about. anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, your brother, I've seen your brother Q at like a lot of flames games this year. Yeah. 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 Um, he, one of his friends, I, I think their parents have, um, season tickets. So he gets, yeah. gets in there quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Quit my brother. He's got the life. <laughs> He's got the life. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, did you guys see, uh, and this is a bit random as well, but we've been using it quite a bit as a as a resource and as a tool, but there's been some some uh, lashback against the uh, chat GBT. That's the yeah. AI stuff? Yeah. Lashback? Did you say? Yes. Really? Yes. Well, uh, schools are having... Like, they're now trying to, like, um, collaborate with OpenAI to, like, stop plagiarism. Well, they're going to have to. Yeah. I, I well, they're having a tough time with it. Cause I was going to say, I don't know if they can. <laughs> Google's coming out with their own called Bard or something like that. Yeah. Bing is making their own one for their homepage. So it's going to be really tough. People are saying it's, like, the death to English class I saw in John Oliver or something like that. Yeah, that was I think a New Yorker had a big article that that was like yeah. the title of it. Yeah. So yeah, crazy. Yeah. What do you guys think about all that AI stuff? I don't think it's taking over fishing anytime soon. Just no. maybe the information yeah. around it. 
That's for sure. Yeah, that's. Yeah. A, I would just worry about like yeah the data collection of like how smart can it get? Can it see a photo on Instagram and be like, that's that location? Yeah, you know what I mean. I bet. I bet. The, sure. the Chat GPT four just came out and it it can it can tell the context of a photo really easily. See, and that's scary. That is fucking crazy. Yeah, oh, it's the secret fishing spots. They're out now. <laughs> that's the it's, been, it's the biggest threat to angling since. That's a serious conversation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, Elon Musk and a bunch of the uh, I don't know billionaires club came out against AI, and that they they they're telling like world leaders to like put a pause on development gonna, right now. I think it's gonna shake stuff up for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how it, how it shakes up? No idea. I think it, things will be shaken. Yeah. It's gonna like it's gonna open a whole can of worms. Yeah. I mean, it already has. Yeah, like and people are com- like puzzled. Three years later, Skynet yeah. is like, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh. yeah. I don't know. I think there will be a lot of cool stuff that comes out. Some probably like shitty stuff. But I don't know. I I was telling when before you came here, I was talking with Eric and and AJ, um, and I was saying that like I'm I'm. Uh, uh, in the short to medium term, I'm I'm uh, I'm bullish volatility. So that means that I think a bunch of stuff will happen. Like, <laughs> like yeah. there'll be big swings in how things. Nothing's really going to make sense. Everything's going to be. It's just going to be chaotic and crazy. You don't really know which way how it's going. Is it going good? Going bad? No right. idea. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, but, like, sorry. And I was just going to say in the in the long long term, I'm I believe in people. I think people are going to sort it out and. We're going to figure yeah. it out. It might not be clean. might be a bit messy, but... Honestly, like, I don't know about you guys, but at the end of the day, I think most people are just trying to get by and have a good life. Oh, yeah. And I believe if people keep, like, keep to that, like, I think we're going to be okay. I think so, too. Yeah. I think so. I don't but think I mean, Skynet's taking over Your thoughts? Soon. Well, thoughts on the future? The, like, I'm thoughts a cynic. I'm a total cynic. So, oh, like, no. instantly I think about, like, this chat GPT. I'm like, what if it falls into the hands with the wrong person? Oh, yeah. Oh, like, yeah. like 100%, I, I have faith in humanity that it will go correctly. But, like, I still have that, like... The fear. Yeah. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. what is going to happen? Like, because it's just, like, you think, like, I think of Iron Man. Mm. And, like... Uh, Jarvis. Jarvis. Yeah. Like... Oh, Ultron. Yeah, well, that's what it... I think that's the fear is, like, Ultron. Yeah. Yeah, like, it could happen. I mean, who knows? Yeah. That's... Yeah, all these, like, uh, cameras looking at us right now, they turn to turrets. They start killing us. Oh, my God. Yeah, you say the wrong word, and, like, instantly I just... Yeah. Dead. Yeah. (laughs) Dead. Boom. Dead. I don't know. um, There's so much much going on in the world of, like, technology and how it's progressing and how... Yeah. How it's affecting like day to day life. Like we were talking about, like, are you familiar with Neuralink? Somewhat. It's like that that implant and they're For they're you. mark yeah. They're like marketing as like a medical device. Right. To bridge like um there there are a ton of like real world like um applications for it. Like uh, if you're if you're blind it can it can help you see. And uh if you're um if you have like uh mental health issues like uh severe depression or anxiety can help with that or like more serious stuff like such as myself like a spinal cord injury it could help with that right which is super fucking bonkers yeah um but uh they just uh yeah so i don't know stuff like that it's it's crazy where you know stuff's going Mm -hmm. yeah i I think though i think it'll be good 
What, yeah, what's your take? What's your take? Um, I, th- that's kind of like, what we, what's your take on the future? What, yeah. What's your viewpoint? Yeah. And then some people don't give a fuck. Like some people are like, man, I, I care about today and, and now. but I don't know. I, I'm, I, 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 like, I, I, I like, I like talking about I, it. Like what, what does the future look like? What do you hope for? What do you, where, yeah. where do you think? What it do will I go? hope for? I mean, yeah. I think, okay, I would go back. I used to think like a lot of things were possible. I'd say like, I'd think like, okay, I could do whatever I wanted. And then I kind of went through a phase where I'm like, okay, well, fuck it. It's just like, that is life. But then I think like after school, I formed better value. I had more aligned values. Like I kind of realized what I cared about the, the most. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, I watched a video or a customer showed me a video by Jordan Peterson yep. about like that whole idea of like, well, we need to like, kids need to be green. Like we need to be green. And he's like, and he's talking, he's like, well, like you can say like, we need to be green. And by 2025, we're going to have X, Y, and Z ticked off. He's like, but you can only do that if you, like us as individuals won't be able to do something a hundred years down the road. But if we, we talk to the right people and like we pass it on to other people, our values and what we care about, I think then you can lead to positive results. Okay. Okay. By green, you mean like, uh, like, um, like climate change stuff. Climate like, change yeah, stuff. Yeah, like thinking like, about the environment. Kind yeah, thinking about the environment. I thought you meant like, um, like, uh, like, experience. Yeah, like inexperience. <laughs> that's what okay, I thought yeah, at first. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. Like, okay, I see what you're saying. And I think yeah. like my my degree, like I went, I took ecotourism and outdoor leadership, and a lot of it was like leading in the outdoors and leading in situations where you don't have anything to go off, and like you, like you're stuck in, like let's say you're stuck in the wilderness, you have to lead, you have to get out of it, but it's like. It's a, coll- it's a team yourself. thing, yeah. You yeah. have to rely on yourself, but you also have to rely on others. So I think, like, I think the future will be cool if yeah. everybody can, like... Collectively work Collectively together. work together. Because I'd say, like, like, in my opinion, these days seems super cause and effect. Like, very, very... Like, in po- politics, I would say, like, I'm not a super political person, but I can say, like, I work in a fly shop where it's it's very much a conservative view. Like, I'd say a lot of the people are oil and gas people, but, like, you can hear, like, oh, I'm not voting conservative because I didn't like the conservative leader, so I'm going to vote the opposite. And it's like, well, did you think about, like, the decisions that you, like, if you make that decision, like, is that fully just, like, is it just a fuck you to the guy that was in power, or is it, like, do you actually care? Like, that's where I'm like, you know, sometimes getting away from the politics again, like, it's like if you disagree with it, you probably don't want, it's not the right thing to do. I just... Yeah, I I have a lot of faith in humanity. I hope they do the right thing. Yeah, yeah, but I think we got to do yeah. the right things to to make those happen. Yeah, yeah, to make that happen. It'll yeah. near it. It won't just happen by itself. Exactly. It's like, yeah, it's like you have to be kind of. It's like a. It's, like it's kind of. I can focus on what I can do, and hopefully, other people see that I'm trying to do my best and whatever. And yeah. Hopefully, other people do that as well mm-hmm. too. But you can't really. Yeah, like yeah. it's a cool thing. I learned the um. Like, going to Norway, going back to Norway, sorry. Yeah. Like, they do this huge thing of, like, experiential teaching mm. about, like, there's no classrooms. Like, yeah. your classroom is outside. And I it's think, like... kind of like, like Mon- Montessori-style kind of yeah. thing, yeah. And, like, it's not, like, as much, like, math, English, science. It's, like, life yeah. experiences. I think, like, that that trend will be cool to see moving down the road. Because I feel like, like, going back to even that AI thing, like, mm. at some point, I feel like... Maybe AI will become, it'll supersede learning English. Like, there's going to be no use. So then the curriculum, like, this is just a curriculum that's built on teachers that have built 
a plan of like, no, no, this is how you learn. Like yeah. you go through these processes, but like, I don't think it goes that way anymore. Unfortunately, yeah, it'll be different. Yeah. 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 How you learn will be different or, and then also what's available is different as well too. So exactly. It's like, yeah. It's like there'll be new things and mm-hmm. you have to be able to learn how to n- use the new things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I'm excited to see like my nephews and nieces yeah. and like what they're going to do. Cause like I got a cousin even he's 10 years old. He can tell me everything about the Titanic. More stuff than, like, I know how it sank. Yeah. But he's like, no, 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 like, and he's into Lego, but he's like, look at this. Like, this is how it happened. Like, this, and I'm like, I don't even know what you're talking about. Yeah. Like, I think kids are going to do a bunch of cool shit. Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I guess long and short of it, I'm excited for the future. Fuck yeah. I think me too. Nice. Me too. Me too. Yeah, and I think that's a... that's a cool perspective to have. But I, yeah, I kind of, sometimes I find when you're talking with um, uh, some people, they get kind of like down on like, yeah, I don't know if you guys feel that sometimes. I know what you mean. Like Anecdotally, oh, it's like, like yeah. oh, everything's fucked. We're all fucked. And yeah. it's like, well, I don't know. Yeah, sure, there's some fucked up stuff, but. Yeah. I don't think, yeah. Like I wouldn't say that like we're, we're fucked or anything like that. I think there are issues that we have to like deal with like now um and like down the road but like i don't think i think humans have proven time and time again that like we're resilient and that we're i think even um sorry go ahead no keep keep, you finish and just like our problem solving abilities are you know sometimes get maybe uh shit talked a little bit too much i was was gonna say it's it's like i i really believe in what it's like the what you're saying about outdoor leadership Mm kind of thing it's like like it's uh sure you can get people and they'll panic and stuff but it's like i think if we're if you're able to teach people that like you can teach it but also i think to a certain extent people will do it by themselves as well too it's Mm -hmm. like it's like you're in a non-ideal situation okay let's work together to get out of it it's like i think maybe that's kind of the direction that will happen is like oh yeah all this stuff we're probably gonna have to deal with consequences of it coming up but Mm -hmm. it's like realizing it's like okay we're kind of all in this together we're all in this shitty situation how do we help each other and what can we do to get out of this situation kind of thing so i think like with some of the environmental panic and stuff like that sure it's like yeah probably we'll have some like consequences with what we have to deal with but it's like i don't know i believe in people being able to be like uh, instead of uh, like because like especially when you probably for the outdoors thing or like we're talking about with the bears like worst thing you could do is panic yeah <laughs> it's exactly like, yeah it's like freak out ah, it's yeah. all over it's like yeah man just breathe <laughs> yeah exactly. you're probably gonna be okay Stay cool calm and collected and yeah yeah usually it'll work out yeah 100 percent. yeah yeah uh you got anything else well we're, um, we're reaching the, the i think we're reaching the uh the mark here but um i think uh i think that's a good place i think this was went really well today, and gee, I want to say thank you so much for coming on. Thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah. Anything you want to shout out before uh, we wrap it up here? Maybe uh, where uh, where can we find where the the fly shop, and where can you find it online? Yeah, fly shop. So you can come find us in Dalhousie, or you can find Dalhousie Station to be exact, between the Liquor Depot and Memory Express. Hell yeah! Um, you can social media or uh, yep, social media. We're on Instagram at. At Ironbow Fly Shop, I run our Instagram. Okay. Um, we've got some fun things coming for the summer. We've started doing playlists. Oh, okay. wow. So we're trying to do, like, some music to theme your fishing season, too. 
Nice. So I love gonna, it. Yeah. Do that. And then we got the website too. So you can look us up on www.ironbowflyshop.com. Fuck yeah. Perfect. And we'll hook Fuck it up. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, Gianni, thanks for, thanks for yeah. coming on. And uh, yeah. Thank you for everyone listening. Okay. Yeah. We'll talk to you later. Bye bye. Right. Dap a doo, dap a doo, two white guys in a wheelchair. <laughs>